Headites. Welcome yeah. to the Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode number 89. I'm Dave Z. My name is Christian. And my name is Walk Doggin. <laughs> Was that Wop Doggin? Wop? Who are you calling a Wop? No, it's Grimsby, but I'm really, I've become obsessed with Walk Doggin. Walk Doggin, Walk Doggin, yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> how do you not know what we're talking face? about? Somebody doesn't know. Not everyone knows about Walk Doggin. I feel like everyone who listens to the show knows about Walk Doggin. And if they don't, then they either a have to go to Facebook and join our group page, or b join the Patreon. Yeah, there you go. Two good things to do. Yes, and speaking of good things to do, we're going to do a lot of good things tonight. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. The movies aren't going to make you feel good. Uh, the trio of movies, this is our final non-horror episode, although it's kind of horrific because we're talking about um, it's a, a non-horror trilogy about grief given to us from Mark L. We're going to talk about Dear Zachary, a letter to his son about his father, The Hunt, and Dancer in the Dark. However, it's not all going to be gloom and doom. We are also doing a triple R on The Thing from 2011 and The Big Thing at the End which is big for us because we're found footage fans, the top 20 found footage movies list, which is also uh, a patron perk. So, although we don't have it anymore, but maybe we should bring it back because this is fun. But anyway, that's what we're doing tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, next week we're going to do our top 20 found footage again. <laughs> Get <laughs> out cheating. there and rebuy the perk. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I could have watched all the movies on my list, the list may have changed, but that's... Dude, two, two found footage films, because I've seen a lot. I haven't seen as much as you, but two films I didn't get to see that I really wanted to see. And I'm going to be interested to see if they show up on the list. So I'll talk about them later when we get there. Looking forward, looking yeah. forward. So we are going to spoiler talk all these movies tonight. Yes. So everybody knows, okay? It's the only way to do it for something like this. We're going to try to... I, I kind of come up with some idea where we're going to talk depressing movie... And then, then we'll do the, the thing. Then we'll do depressing movie. Then we're going to do something kind of fun. I have a couple topics to shoot out there. Then the final depressing movie. And then the top 20 at the end. So that's going to be the way the format's hopefully going to go. And, and, then, it'll be, <laughs> and then it'll be time for slit wristing. Wristing. <laughs> slit wristing. <laughs> I got to tell you. I was not really depressed except for one. I cried. There's one movie I always cry at. I genuinely cry from. I don't. I don't usually cry because most people think I'm dead inside. But, and there's a second movie where I actually got a tear at one particular part. I teared up in all three, uh, and none, none of them had to do with the length of the film, shockingly enough. But no, he, I, he I was master. Be... He was masturbating, and he ran out of lube. Yeah. <laughs> so I teared up. It was so hard. It just my eyes started to fire. <laughs> that was a good sound effect. Hey, hell, since we can't afford the board, <laughs> we'll continue to do our own. I got this loopback thing. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but tonight was not the night to fart around with it. No, maybe next show. Maybe show Although nine. the laugh track would have been hilarious when we're talking about some of the things in these movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That would have been nice. Yeah. We'll figure it out, though. There's Did more on that up? later. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to find a way to make things funny because you found a way to make, you guys found a way to make things funny when I talked about the cat a couple shows ago. And really quick, really quick, 
thank you to everybody because people did reach out to me and, and they made comments on, on the on you know on our pages and said all kinds of things about the cat and how it was a heartwarming story and thank you for sharing it and everything else. A few people said they even it, it brought them to tears. So I wasn't sure about bringing it to to, to the show, but I did. And I, I and looking back on it, I probably should have let uh, Brandon and Christian know that I was going to. I just kind of came out with it. You think? Um, yeah, I know, but but. This I was is mad at you that night, so I had a double serving of Chinese food that night. But that's what it's all about. We're kind of like a, um, it's kind of like we're um, we're, we're playing three on three basketball. Like no matter what I do, if I, if I have the ball, I can come out and all of a sudden, without even saying anything or signaling, Christian can can set a pick, and I and I could do a freaking a pass behind my back to to Brandon, and he's ready to catch it and take the shot. It's like no matter. That's what's great about this it show. Because, <laughs> of course, I'm Jewish. Of course, I'm gonna miss. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say hit the shot. I said take it. I wasn't getting that far ahead. But 99% of the time, anything any of us put out there, we can just bounce off it, and that's. I didn't feel uncomfortable about bringing it up because as always they, they made it you know they made that story funny which <laughs> at times i mean it's not a funny story it's, it's a happy story really it's it start a happy finish and, and uh yeah so thank you everybody and i'm glad i didn't bore too many people and you know people that don't want to hear too much about uh little lucky but he's doing very well so and that's that it's funny that's my nickname I, i'm a man of many nicknames and lucky has been one of them for a long time Oh, that's right. But that makes sense, though, because of your last name. And, and it's funny because I don't think that's where it stemmed from, even though that would be the most obvious. Really? Yeah, it's funny. But anyway, are you that, lucky? That's a story for another day. That's true. Another day. Okay. All right. Uh, shall we get into it? Shall we talk about stock? Shall we? Uh, <laughs> shall we stalk a few people this Halloween? No. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I said stalk by accident. Let's talk about Jack. And his beans. Oh, that wasn't bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Talk about just, Jack and his beans. It Jack went over my head. Yeah, it went over my head for a little, half a little play on words. I'm still yeah. trying to figure out why Christian's lucky. <laughs> oh, he's. Lucky. Oh, he, I know why he's lucky. Because he doesn't have to look at himself like we do. <laughs> during these oh, the guy that look hasn't seen a barber for the last fucking year. <laughs> I really haven't. And look. For yeah. those of you who have so... the video feed, I'm turning into Walk Skunkin. <laughs> walk Skunkin. <laughs> so, so, so skunkified. <laughs> wow. Okay, off to the races. Yeah, here we Pete, go. What do you want to do? What movie do you want to do first? It's uh, kind of beast roll now. He gets, he, he gets. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do this, and <laughs> this is really no in particular order because I'm just gonna come out and spoil it ahead of time. I love all three of these movies. I've seen all three of these movies before, and I'm just gonna jump right into it with 2000s Lars von Trier, written and directed, Dancer in the Dark, starring Bjork, an Eastern European girl goes to America with her young son expecting it to be like a Hollywood film. That's, I don't really like that description. It's more no. like, that's, that's terrible. She doesn't, first of all, she's already there and it's more of a setup of she's really grinding and, and working hard to save for her, her son's operation that he's going to need because he has a degenerative eye disease, which she has, which he doesn't know about. And she sort of gets daydream and, and loses herself into 
you know, musical Hollywood sort of fantasies because that's something she loved for a long time. And uh, and man, this is this is one of my favorite Von Trier film. Yeah. And she gets boned. She gets boned. That's the bottom line. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But no, Von Trier. Yeah. Sorry, see, please. No, no, no. I was I was just gonna add. Did they establish the year at the beginning? Sixty-four. Okay. I, oh. For whatever. I mean, I know the cop car and everything, so I knew it was. I thought it was in the in the early seventies, so I was off. But that that. I, I don't know why I I paid attention and saw that because I knew it wasn't like two thousand. So like <laughs> at, at some point they said sixty-four. So. Wow. Yeah, given the time and everything, and uh, wow, I didn't even think about that. But now that you mentioned the cop care, did look kind of funny. Wow, I thought it was like present day. I didn't think for a second about it being two thousand bucks for an eye operation. Like that would that would might get you like an eyelash. (laughs) (laughs) Eyelashing, eyelashing. (laughs) For you Americans out there, hey, if you spit on the ground in uh, Singapore, you get. uh, I hear you get fifty eyelashes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> diving out my window over here. All right, so <laughs> Sel- Selma Jeskova, Bjork, Washington State, nineteen sixty-four, Czechoslovakian immigrant, preteen son Jean, and basically it's her struggle to save money, work in the factories as she's going blind, which I find very interesting. Which is like heartbreaking and like amazing an amazing scene at the same time because you like she really portrays it well mm-hmm. like she's the whole amazing scene. in this movie she's she amazing. really she is. is she really wow. is wow i i didn't think it's i could love her anymore yeah and i do i, I love her voice mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she's got a fantastic voice i mean yeah. and she's adorable she's just she's got a oh. unique look to her as yep. well uh and and i can't believe she didn't do more movies right she just doesn't want to her, her she has other interests I don't even know how she, I understand why she was selected because it's a musical and, and because she can do her own music, which she did, which this is 2000. And this is kind of where I was big into Bjork, uh, still kind of hanging on about this time. I really loved her second album the most post fucking love it. And then her third album, I think uh, homogenic came out like 97, 98. This is 2000. So I was still hanging on. But the thing is that I, I, as the movie as as the first song is playing and she goes into musical number, I'm like, okay, this is obviously her style of music too. Then when the second song comes in and she's singing on the uh, by the train uh. and the beats and the beats come in, I say these are fucking Bjork beats because Bjork not only sings her on her album, of course she sings, but she produces her own stuff too. She does her own beats. She's a producer in her own right. She so, grows her own beats. She has a beat farm. <laughs> beat farm. <laughs> In Czechoslovakia. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, those beats came up and it sounded like a song uh, from, from Homogenic. And I was like, like well, not only she's doing this whole fucking thing. So Von Trier is smart to say, hey, let's get this girl in and she'll do do all this stuff. And like the soundtrack did, I had to look it up. And it's called Selma Songs because that's the character in the movie. And it was only like seven or eight songs. So, but at the time, I was still like, you know, re- really following her, her her musical musical career, and I, this got by me that this came out in like two thousand because it's like this. I guess maybe it was an EP, but I was like, these are all good songs, and it's like yeah. even in the beginning when she's singing and she's just doing off we the in, I'll do that freaking thing that she's rehearsing on the musical and all that. I'm like, hundred yeah. percent. These you are a few of my favorite things. Yes, yes, it was great. It was it was charming. 
Oh, yeah, dude. And she's such a doll. And her singing voice is the same as her speaking voice. You know? And yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You don't always see that. Usually people, when they speak, yeah, go she's got Yeah, she's got such a unique sound. Such she's like a, a little sound. pixie, man. Yeah. It's always reminding me of a pixie. I'd still get a lot more racism than if it was in the 60s. She doesn't really face any racism. Oh, true. For being an immigrant. She, right. She, she's landing a job. She's working. She's doing the grind. Essentially, um, it's funny that she's doing everything to sort of get that American dream, even though that's not her intention by, by any means. She just wants to be able to afford the, the surgery for her son. And meanwhile, the cop who is actually working and, and doing everything, he's fucking broke. Which brings me to the only question in the movie, and there, a, a few of these movies, there was a bit of frustration that kicked in. Not enough to, not enough to tear me away from the movie to, and, and 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 really come down on it, but enough to make me say, just say something, fucking say something. I mean, I understand she was He's keeping a, a secret. I understand she was keeping a secret, but it, I mean, being somewhere the story went, maybe you could have let the secret out. Also, don't you think? the bank mortgage thing would have come up at some point? It seems no, to have because... been hidden. Or forgotten. Well, hold on. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean by the bank mortgage thing would have come up? Who would have brought it up? He is saying that the bank's coming after him, is he not? Like saying that he... Yeah, know, he Bill. buy himself some more time. Yeah, Bill, the cop. But but yeah. you know what? He But Linda, you know, they portray her character as sort of this very self-indulged individual who's only concerned with you know spending money and toting that she has money because she's the one who mentions to selma it was selma's the one that mentions that linda likes when people talk about her money when her and gene go over which is true she does because she doesn't complain about it she only puts a spin on it later on in the film and i really feel that's why selma sort of hides it i feel like any sort of uh any any sort of notion that this poor immigrant has any type of money would be definitely frowned upon because she's really sort of looked down upon from everyone with the exception of uh of you know kathy her friend and and jeff who's you know in love with her i don't think she's looked down on by anybody really i mean later on well she's she's mistreated at work they kind of talk down to her you know, oh, you put two plates. They kind of she, she, kinda... she is daydreaming. I mean, she's yeah, but she's script. fucking up. Like, she's actually doing stuff that, like, I thought the guy, I thought her shift manager guy gave her a break when he let her go. It yeah. was kind of sad, but then he was also going, maybe we could get you something away from the machinery where you, where vision doesn't matter so much. Like, I, I thought, like, yeah. I thought they tried. I thought, B, that's a big fucking deal. Remember what the guy said? Yeah. If you put two plates there, the whole fucking factory has to shut down the next day. Yes, but, but if you notice, there's other women in the factory, and they're not talking to the other women like they are her. So they they're not all... fucking up. Because no, they're not going no. blind. No, even you know, even you know, you have to be faster. Even even the cop, That's even the cop, the way he sort of talks to her. I'm not saying they're bad people, but they're definitely treating her like she's not an American. I didn't get that. I I thought that they were busting her balls because she was slow because she's going blind doesn't want to tell anybody. That's what I thought too, Dave. I thought she was too daydreaming about wanting right. the musical, getting this thing right. going, and everything else. And it was fucking. And it was actually eating into work time, which no, was. all that all that is happening. But there is a tone from these characters outside of her close knit friends that is a little bit where she's aware that she you know has to be careful around them. Maybe you're right. You've seen this before. Oh, for the record, 
all three of these movies are first time watches for me. Say, so same with me. Well, same with okay. me. I did have my wife did get Dancer in the Dark as a screener back in two thousand or whenever she a video based on that job she had, and I remember her saying like we were both both Bjork fans. And she put it on and she said she had to turn it off because she thought it was so freaking depressing. So um, I think I started it with her, but then I had to go to work. So I just remember her having that videotape in our in our collection, but never. So when, when the movie was brought up, I'm like, oh, my God, I totally forgot about that film. So, yeah, it was a very long winded way to say this was my first time watching <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> no one's more long-winded than me. Took him twenty years to watch it. No, but be, let me <laughs> let me go back to something, Christian. I think she is a very one of the most noblest characters I've ever seen. She never does, even though that guy fucked with her. But he said, but still, he this man's memory is preserved to this fucking woman the way he wanted it yeah, to be. No, you're right. She. All the way to the end, all the way to the end, even when she could have sold him out. Because you know what? Look, I'm not saying that these were bad characters. I genuinely think Bill and Linda did care about Selma and Jean. I'm not saying that they, you know, look down on her in the sense that, uh, you know, we hate you. But it's almost as if everybody in her life kind of looked at her like, oh, you're like almost like like a charity case in that way, almost like a pity, like, like they pitied her in a way where, where, you know, even though she's getting lost in daydreams and she's struggling and she's going blind, she never lets you have that feeling about her. I mean, there are a few moments where she loses control towards the end, which are very sad, but for the most part, like you said, this is a noble, strong character in the face of just absolute heartache and, and heartbreak. And, I don't believe she she came to America for the American dream. She came simply to save her son and yeah, to give him a She said why. Li- I didn't yes. say I didn't say she came for the American dream, but she's actually this she's actually living it without actually trying to pursue it. She's saving money. No one else seems to be saving money. No one could believe right. that she saved the money. And I, I, right. these are all the things like they everybody just spends and consumes and, and whatever well, even yeah. back then and I'm I'm just saying that she had it like she, she there was a mission and she was falling through in the mission this woman had at that time would have probably been the equivalent of maybe 25,000 bucks or oh more. yeah yeah but and and even having that and even achieving that success it still affected her negatively because she never buys her son a birthday gift or anything it's it's bill and linda who buy the bike and you know mm-hmm. even even during the trial she's being criticized you know, you never, you never bought your son a gift and she can't say anything. And it's just, it's a noblest thing. She gave him the greatest gift of all, the ability to see his grandchildren, which, oh my God, there's so many powerful lines and foreshadowing of, you know, things that are going to happen, you know, in the ether after this movie ends and, uh, and things go on. But man. Whew. Yeah. Well, she gets boned. That, that, that's the bottom line. I mean, she's doing all the right things. She's scrimping and saving and, and doing what she can for her son because it's, you know, this existing condition that's in her family and she's, her eyesight's getting worse by the day. And now 
he can't know about it. That's just it. She's bullshitting him, saying that the money she's sending the money to her father back home. You know what I mean? So if right. he knows that he needs this this surgery, which he can't have till he's thirteen, but he's approaching it. If he knows that he could go blind somehow, the stress of that could affect the results of the surgery. Yeah, right. Yeah. So no, a, he can't know any of this. That's which a is big a great, thing. which is a great little ad to to yeah. to make it. You know, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's true. I'm sure it's medically true. If you have, if you know about, it. I'm sure it makes it worse. Wouldn't but know. uh, but yeah, it's it's great. And you know, the fact that you know she calls her father Novi, which is the famous uh, you know, actor and and dancer from uh from Czechoslovakia, who shows up at the end of the child, played by Joel Gray, who's fantastic. You know, yeah. Cap- How about Udo Kier popping Udo, up for a yeah, minute? Udo Kier. Yeah, Udo Kier. Great. <laughs> Jelko yeah. Ivanic. I hope I'm That's not a, butchering his name. Great cast. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's you know Siobhan Fallon as the uh, the prison guard. She, man, she <laughs> she was she, good. She brought a tear to my eye. Catherine Deneuve. Catherine Deneuve. I mean yeah. that. I well, mean. The, we'll get there, but the, well, the, the prison end. guard, like it was so against what you usually see in a film too. Usually yeah. they're so hard ass and like, and, and, and it was totally the opposite way. Uh, yeah. Was, I think, I think, you know, it was kind of, it's kind of easy for some people to, to really see that, uh, that she, you know, what happened was, you know, a product of something else, but she just, she couldn't talk. She would not save herself at the expense of, of losing everything for Jean. And does yeah, boned man. does boned mean something else in the states? Because when I, because when I say, oh, she got boned, you mean I, sex? I, yeah. Well, yeah, that could be sexual too. Boned is a word that my, my screwed, friend and I, like, yeah, we've yeah. been using that word for years. I don't know if anybody uses it, but me and a couple friends of mine. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of sex scenes also, uh, Christian. <laughs> or I'm thinking when, when I heard bone, I was like, was she walk dogging? Yeah. <laughs> she get bjorked? She oh, got pure. Yeah, but I thought maybe it was a, a Czechoslovakian word. <laughs> well, okay, she got she got screwed. I I, I just say boned. It's kind of like my own my own thing. You got she got dog, you know. But uh, <laughs> she got walk dog. Raw dog. Yeah. <laughs> she got dog. That girl. Well, he's, but you know what I know. This is first feature film. Sorry, Dave. I didn't cut you up. Okay. I be, I think it was. I'm going by memory though. Here's what's be, weird about it. Are you looking at it? Uh, I'm actually trying to I'm look sure it up. B is. Von Trier. How weird is this? He's very artistic in everything I've seen. And as far as I'm concerned, he's three for three for me. And I've only, obviously, I've seen, you know, I've seen Antichrist. I've seen uh, the House of Jet Boat last year and now this. So he's three for three for me. I haven't seen the other stuff. I have got to see Nymphomaniac. Um, I have got to see it. Volume um, one I, and two. <laughs> I, I actually really liked Dogville. It's it's different. It's not for everybody. And I, one film that he did that really kind of tri- tripped me out is Melancholia. Really, really messed with me, especially the ending. I got to watch all his things. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just haven't yet. It's but the tough. Thing is- it's tough for me to, like, I really like his films. But, man, <laughs> this guy, I'd love to just meet him and, you know, punch him right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because when the movie begins... It starts off like a typical art, artsy movie with the opening credits and three the minutes way of like dissolved. Just, yeah. Yes, trippy shit. Then yeah. the movie starts and it's the quality of a freaking home video. 
I'm well, like, okay. I didn't think real? it was the quality of a home video. See, this is what I, I, I like to say. This director likes to punish his audiences, not through his filmmaking technique, but through the subject matter and what happens to its characters. Yeah. But, but the filming, li- the filming itself is very artistic. A little bit like Haneke from, or Haneke, however you say his name, who did funny games and stuff. And, ca- and Cache yeah. or, or Cache or whatever. Yeah. Ca- yeah. 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 Or, yeah. Very much. Cache, very much. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Cash or cash. I'm not yeah. sure how it's pronounced, but very, very, very much similar. Like yeah. Like artsy uh, from so from a technical standpoint, like in this one, Dave. So it, it breaks all the rules of filmmaking from what I remember in school based on like, uh, you know, the the line of uh, the, the X axis or Y, whatever it is, where like you'll be looking one way and then he'll just completely cut to the other angle. So you're, you're kind of disillusioned. But because it's so fluid, it's a camera style you kind of just get used to it but he loves that extreme close-up and 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 fluid back and forth very handheld uh but the dance numbers then are very that's where you'll see a totally different style kick in because the choreography and everything is is meticulous there Uh, and they're really well done yeah it's just an interesting artistic choice to to do it that style. It's almost like a found footage movie. Speaking that the way it looks, you know, it was like a documentary about us, uh, Selma, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Maybe you wanted that. Like when the movie, first I, I, kicked apparently in, when the movie first kicked in, cause I didn't read anything up about this. Cause I wanted to go in. Right. Um, I think, uh, B mentioned it an episode or two back saying, go in like without, uh, knowing anything about any of these movies. Always uh, do. And so I, I, I just, other than the memory I had with my wife, Back in 2000, whatever, we got that screener. That's it. Didn't remember anything else. So I was like, shit, is this about her? Was this like a documentary and, and, and maybe it's about her? <laughs> At the beginning, when it first Imagine kicks that. in, because it's just her, like, right. dancing it her looks, like Yeah, it's then, very documentary. You would think that's Bjork doing yeah. some local theater in uh, in some small town in Czechoslovakia. And they just <laughs> jump you right in. And Iceland. Then, and then boom. Iceland, you know, sorry. Yeah. yeah, you keep Iceland. saying Czechoslovakia. Well, in the movie, it is. In the movie, she's playing a Czechoslovakian. Yeah, in the movie, she is. Fucking Americans. Always wedging them way into everything, yeah. We'll get to it because that's that's my big problem with the thing. Interesting. Um, did you guys realize that that woman, um, what's her name, Linda? Is that her name, the the wife? Yeah, Catherine. Okay. Linda. Oh, no, oh, Linda, the wife. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't realize until they were in the courtroom that that is the hooker from American Psycho. Yeah, hooker American Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize until I saw her in that very scene with her hair pulled back. I go, wait a minute, that's the one that Bateman beat the shit out of a couple of times, the streetwalker. Yeah, it just. Is that the one he even... drops the cha- that's when he drops the chainsaw on, right? Or no? It is. Yeah, because I thought I saw Bjork like try to chuck a chainsaw at her, but she couldn't see, and she hit one of the lawyers in the head. Yeah. That was the, the songs. The, the song. Version. I mean, you brought it up in particular because the second song that she does. Um, Great stuff. It won an award, and she won an award for her performance at Cannes. Wait, yeah, wait, is and the it second was, it was, song the train one? I like the one when it's the industrial one. Where the, the industrial song is very good. Bang, bang. Yeah, yeah that, that was great. But was the great. lyrics, but the lyrics on the second song, the. Uh, I've I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Yeah, I've seen it all, and the, some of the lyrics in there about seeing any more would be greedy. Oh my god, heartbreaking lyrics, and man, and, and I love you know the whole uh, the whole idea when you know she's at the movie with her friend with her friend with Kathy, and she talks about how she she would always leave the theater before the last song. Oh, and how yeah. that plays into the music at the end. You know, this isn't the last song. You know, oh my god. Such oh. beautiful poetic lyrics and uh, 
and and lines in this film. And maybe we should point out that if you didn't know and you just put this movie on, you might be a little surprised to find out that there's like four or five, well, actually more now, musical numbers. Because I yeah. don't think people yeah. would be expecting that. I mean, other than the fact that it's Bjork. And Dave did mention it earlier, but they're literally musical numbers in this movie. And I call yeah. this movie a musical, even though there's a lot of non-musical aspects. But you have to at least warn people because... If people don't like musicals, they might get taken out of it. But the story is so strong that even if you're not a musical fan, you should watch this movie because just look at it more as a daydream mm-hmm. because that's how the songs are presented. Well, it's so funny because I watched Anna and the Apocalypse last night with my family. Again, and that had nothing a second, to do with yours. A, a, second, a second time. It was just weird because I'm like uh, a, musical, a musical thing and I left Dancer in the Dark for this morning. And I'm like, oh my god! Like two musicals in like one day, in like 24 hours. And I'm you. myself a musical Random. Fan. Get you going all fussy, fussy, fussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been in heaven. Oh man. Heaven, I'm in heaven. In heaven, I know that Dance one too. Cheek to cheek. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Fred Astaire kind of night. Yeah, look at us. Twinkle toes. Wow. Look at us. Twinkle, Twinkle toes. Flintstones. <laughs> Twinkle toes. <laughs> Oh man! How about at the end the... when she's really singing Bjork? In the end, it's not a musical number. She really goes into song when she's placed in that position at the end and doesn't go into musical number. I love that aspect love of it. it. Oh, love really. it. Love and then when that song ended, holy oh, shit! Or, or almost ended because it now, <laughs> it didn't really fucking end. And that's the other thing because did, the, did they do did they do that as I, I mean we're we said we're spoiling. I don't really want to. You don't spoil the end, end, but it, it is a question I had. I didn't realize that that was a form of, of. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. I, I, I can't. I can't say anything because, but by saying it, you 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 spoil what happens. I I know I, in Texas it was still going on okay. in 2000. Well, I and don't if know you haven't figured it out by now. <laughs> well, in the 60s, don't forget this. This is the 60s. Yeah. Oh, this is the 60s. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely, definitely going on. In Texas, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, get it. Yeah. And man, that whole 107 steps and just, you know, singing with all the uh, other prisoners and, ah, man, everything. Everything. And and, and the way it ends with the the glasses and all that. Oh, my God. That is the part during this movie when I cried because she has that falling out with Kathy because Kathy really doesn't see Selma's, Selma's vision as to, you know, why she wants to, you know, play out the, uh, play it out the way it's going to play out you know she wants her to, to to do something different and she doesn't and then in the end kathy you know runs up and you know says something to her and gives her something and it's just like i meet a tear immediately just strolled down my face and i'm like oh my god you know, it's, a, it's, just... it's touching but i think that was there for emotional power i don't think she would have been allowed up there no i don't but, think so either because she like ran around yeah. she ran, i'm like, ran right in, definitely I'm like not allowed. but but then but, but then what took me out of the moment is when she said, you just broke my glasses. And I, was, I, just, got right, I just got pulled right out. You fucking skunk. <laughs> you might just ruin this movie for me. I'm lowering my rating now because she broke his glasses. It would have been funny if Gene showed up. It's like, you just broke my glasses. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, I don't, let's not spoil anything else. Let's just say the girl gets fucking framed in some in, in some BS and um, people but, that you trusted. Like you said, even, even the whole framing scene and the way that plays out, there is... It's great. It, it's great because it's, it's, it's angering and it's emotional, but there's also... There's, there's a, 
a, a sense of what's the word I'm looking for, where he doesn't really want to be doing it. A sense of, uh, you know, like remorse as as it's playing Re- regret, out. Regret almost. Regret, yeah, regret and remorse. Where yeah, he, but he's a pussy. He's no, he is. Because this he guy's is. a pussy. He this hap- if he's not a pussy, this doesn't happen. Big fucking deal. Man up and tell your wife they don't even have kids. So what? So what if they get a divorce? He's the guy that had the inheritance. She'll walk off with nothing. He's that hung up on the girl that he can't say, hey, listen. I don't have as much money as you thought. We're going to have to not buy new couches or any of this shit. And that's the end. If you would I, rather I, die. I totally agree. I totally agree. Or shoot yourself. I mean, not that yeah. I'm a big. Like, yeah, because yeah, he talks about how he tried himself. Yeah. But, you know, she's going to have to do it. So in, in essence, to, to to save him, she has to ruin herself. And, uh, you know, that that's why I talk about the way I see these characters, even though they're helpful in the beginning and throughout to Selma at certain points. That's why I see a, a little bit of looking down upon and almost uh, overpowering and sort of, uh, you know, sort of disrespecting her in a way. Whereas as Jeff and, and Kathy are the only ones where she can truly be herself to. It's always like she's walking on eggshells with everyone else. So that, because she almost feels like she has to like stay in line, like she's beneath them because that's the way I feel like these other characters made her feel. But Really, just a powerful film. Great performances, great staff, and uh, great staff, great cast, great staff also. Great staff, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, man, I love it. Just Joel Gray dancing in the courtroom. Oh, oh yeah. it's time for Walk Doggin. Walk you enjoyed have... the show. Who is that? Let's see. It's Christian's dog. Just Christian's. He won't come in now. Oh no! Shit! Damn it! Here. We're talking. Okay. Probably- no, I pulled my damn <laughs> my uh, hardwired Ethernet cable came out, and I'm like, no. So I just lost you guys <laughs> for like. So and it just uh, so you'll hear me going, oh fuck, god damn it, and then you can't came back on. <laughs> That's gonna be even better. Wonderful. As me and Dave were just discussing the most pivotal part of the movie <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and yeah. dropping knowledge on the meaning of life. Yeah. And I blamed Brandon. That's what you missed. I said, see, I go, you wanted to see his dog. Yeah, yeah, I, I did, did. want to oh, see the I, dog. I turned it and I pulled the fucking cable out. I'm like, you son of a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I pictured Christian over there once it froze. You just broke my doggy. <laughs> I don't know if he wants to see you though. He's a German shepherd. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> he could probably he could probably smell me. Off we design. Yes. Yeah. I want to chew your neck. I want to chew your neck and make you take a shower. Oh. <laughs> Ouch! That's horrible! Ouch. Horrible! Uh, yeah, anyway, I mean that, movie... that's and that's what I'm talking about with these movies. It's kind of hard to talk about because we. I mean, even though I'll tell, I'll say this, and we we we've, we've said it before. You you know, even if you're listening at this point, and you haven't seen this movie for. For not only this movie, if for some reason you can find this out, but the other two movies, definitely just watch them before listening to anything about them. I told, yeah. I told these guys not even to look up the synopsis for some of these films. I never do. And uh, I mean, it's just it's it's these types of films. I love these films because they're just they're emotional journeys. They're hard to watch. They're frustrating. They're angering, but they're also uplifting and inspirational in a way. They take you you know through the whole gauntlet of emotions and. This one's, you know, a powerful example of uh, that style of filmmaking. I honestly yeah. didn't know what to expect. I was actually thinking it was going to go much darker as the story progressed. 
because this movie is two hours and 20 minutes. He does like to yeah, take his cool. time That's with his films. <laughs> he, he does like to take his, his time with his films. Uh, it, like like a lot of movies at this length, you don't really notice it, though. I mean, I could have done maybe without the three-minute introduction of the art piece, but again, I'm not an art connoisseur, so I, I couldn't you know pull anything from it other than this is taking three minutes of the movie time up of a two-hour and 20-minute movie. But where I'm, where, where I'm actually going with it is I actually thought she was going to go blind. They, they referenced that gun earlier. At one point, I'm like, is she going to fucking shoot her son or something? I thought it was going to go really dark. Like, mm. at some point. And she was, I mean, she was close to Foley. I mean, she's she's shooting and missing, oh. you know, the scene walking home on the train track. She's using her foot as a guide. I mean, she's, oh, yeah. she's, 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 I mean, if she's not fully there, she's almost fully there. Yeah, it sucked. That <laughs> was sad. Yeah, That's very, sad. very sad. What a performance. Oh, my God. And what oh. a voice. Jesus. Oh. She's, I mean, it's just a, such a unique sound. Yes, she's a unique performer. Yeah, that, she really is. Not everybody's cup of tea, and I get that. But I've always been a fan. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and she won the award for her performance. Yeah, yeah and it was Oscar-nominated, Golden Globe-nominated, just wow. a, a, well, a well-received song and a well-received movie and, uh, you know, great cast, a lot of actors and actresses you'll recognize uh, from tons of other projects. And everyone, I think, did a great job. And this movie, actually all three movies tonight, can be accessed online. Um, this one I watched free on Vudu. It's one of the free, it's one of the, you know, on Vudu, some are free and some are not. With ads, of course. So you, you'll get a couple of ads, maybe five minutes total in a freaking two-hour, 20-minute movie. So that's fine. But that's two hours uh, and 25 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true but watch it watch it go on get 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 on voodoo and watch this movie and the other ones i know they can all be seen and they should all be seen so, oh without a doubt but we should wrap this one up i don't know Do uh, it. I, yeah i yeah i'm ready to rate i mean I'm, go ahead i want to hear you first because i want to see i know where i stand and i'm curious as to where you know what <laughs> yeah actually it, it, this conversation actually talked me up a little bit I, i'm very high to begin with I'm, I'm gonna come up a half a point even more because i really just i think this is a fantastic film and despite von trier and the things he says and and yeah, despite him this movie is a nine and a half out of ten for me wow Nice. nice. Yeah. Well, it is for me too. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nine. At least I don't feel alone on that. No, night. I was gonna go with nine, and then I'm like, you know what? I, it's, I can't. I can't see. You know, dropping a whole point, half a point, maybe just for maybe tighten up the editing a little bit, make it right. 10, fifteen minutes shorter. But like you said, there was no there was no dragging in this because you know it's it's you're drawn into it with these characters. So my enjoyment of all three movies escalated with each movie and this was my last one uh i i came in at a nine i thought i might have been the highest so i've actually kind of i hope i didn't just it didn't make the hall of fame it just yeah it did make the hall of fame because i was hoping i didn't fuck it because like i could come in higher but i just felt like maybe it was a little long but as i just just said like five minutes ago it doesn't feel long while you're watching it. It's just that opening scene. You feel they could have just done some trimming here and there. Yeah, you didn't or, fuck it, but you might have just fucked the other two. Is I what you might have boned it. <laughs> you might have boned the other. You might have cured it. Damn, a non-horror movie in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Never thought I'd see it's the good, day. Man. It's good. Yeah, no, it, it's very good. 
It's very good. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready to move on to Triple R time? Triple R. Triple R. Now, this one comes to us. Um, I want to say, I'm going to have to look up who uh, who gave us this one. I was trying to be nice and smooth and go right into it, but the movie is the thing, not that thing, because we've already talked about that thing, but this is the thing from 2011, and this comes from Kyle. So, triple R time. I'm really... Christian said something. Or, oh, I'm sorry, B. Do your thing. Oh, no. Go ahead. Say it. What were you going to say? No, I'm really curious about Christian because he alluded to something before um, about something being wedged in somewhere. Uh, uh, what, the Americans? The Americans. Yeah, you yeah. bastard. Yeah, First Vietnam, bastard. now the thing, 2011. <laughs> well, I'll just say before I introduce this, this was the this was the first time watched for me, and we're talking about the thing oh. from 2011 at an Antarctica research site. The discovery of an alien craft leads to a confrontation between graduate student Kate Lloyd and scientist Dr. Sander Halverson. Hal Halverson. Hal Halverson. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first time watch. I take it you guys have seen this one before. I have, I own it, as a matter of fact. Oh, no. I own the Blu-ray. This is the, I don't know if I blind bought it. I may have blind bought it for like a dollar or something when um, Blockbuster was closing. They had, I, I was, I was the, all the Blockbusters in this area kind of closing yeah. at the same time, and I went to some sales. I could, I, I could be wrong about that, but I have a feeling I got it for like a dollar. I said, okay, I've never seen this. I'm hearing some mixed things on it. I'll check it out. And this is probably the third time I've seen it. And I'll tell you something. My opinions, I think, of this movie are, are I don't know. I think they're going to be different from a lot of what I hear. I think there's... Well, what do people say? Because this was the first time watching me, and I have a strong opinion one way towards this. Okay, what do you think people say? What have you heard? I have that? a feeling people are negative on it just because the original is such a classic. I think but so. But, man, I think this is absolutely... a terrific homage slash, slash prequel to to said classic. I really enjoyed this. I do too, <laughs> and I think that if the original never existed, yes. and people had no knowledge of it, like I'm talking average Joe, went to the theater and just saw this movie and there was no other thing, this is just a standalone movie, I think people would love it. I think it would have been perfect. more revered. Perfect example of that statement is this movie, I think. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Christian, I think you think dif differently about this. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. I'm sorry. The fir first time <laughs> I saw the film, I was not that high. I, I just thought it was okay. Uh, and then the surprise was because I didn't know anything about it going in. I thought it was a sequel. So then I thought it was really kind of cool that they, when you find out it takes place in 1982, and then the, it's a setup for, of course what we, we get with the John Carpenter movie. Um, the first time I watched it, I remember thinking that the, I don't know why I thought this, but I remember thinking that the effects where they're showing the, when they're looking through the microscope and they're seeing the organisms absorb, just duplicate them. I thought it looked really cheesy. I don't know. Remember, I don't know why I thought mm. that. I, I just remember seeing that. And so I was waiting for it when I watching it this time. I'm like, no, they're totally fine. My uh, one, yeah. my one major quibble was in wedging in the Americans because it was it was just Norwegian from our understanding there. The Americans had their own site, so that True. part that part I didn't think was necessary. I didn't think they needed Americans there, but that that's besides the point. 
And well, they want to play to an American audience, and you know how these fucking people are. I hear you. I hear you. So I could give it a bit of a pass there. And yeah. then the second thing was, although the creature design was fantastic, fantastic, man, the CG was spotty. But Yes and yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. But the, but the design of the creatures were phenomenal. Yep. yep. <laughs> and do you remember when this movie was being made? They were bragging about it. They were they were, they were touting the fact that they weren't going to go CGI in this. They were going to go practical. I remember. Now the story that I heard goes studio interference saying, "No, we want you to put more CG in it as well." And so, I guess there was a compromise met. Again, this I don't know this to be a fact. I just I heard it somewhere along the way that that's what happened. I wasn't overly displeased with the CG. It wasn't terrible, the, but by comparison of it, the oh, by comparison, it wasn't the, the mist, but it was it was pretty. It was still pretty dated for a movie that came out years after the mist, and when it should have been probably a little bit more fluid. Well, it wasn't terrible. Maybe, it was yeah. noticeable. Yeah, I mean it's Perfect noticeable, way, yeah. but even like even the practical, as good as it is oh. in this film, it's it's so weird. You go back to eighty two, and it's like. Man, that that practical. Like, why is that practical from that time period? Just why is it so much better than it is now? I don't know, but I mean, that's just that is a perfect example of what when you try to talk to people that just don't get it, that are just fans of you know modern film and, and modern horror, and specifically when you talk to them about you know practical versus CG, and, and they don't get like my daughter who you would think wouldn't understand it more because she's been brought up on uh, on 80s things and everything else. But when I talk to her about the difference between the CG and the practical, and she doesn't seem to see the difference, I just want to sit her down and say, okay, let's watch The Thing 82 and let's immediately follow, follow it up with The Thing 2011. And you, you're going to sit there and be able to tell me that this is better? There's no way you anyone could think it was better. I, just, I I can't see that. I yeah, and that. I'm not I'm not hating on it because I still really enjoy no. it, and it look and it uh, to me it looked good, CG and practical in the new one, but man, it just it looks so far off from '82. It's like, didn't these guys pass on their talents to these people, to new people, or did the talent just stop there? I think they stopped hiring the talent. I just think that it became less and less a thing because computers <laughs> apparently are cheaper. I guess. I mean, why why? Or maybe no time is money. That's yeah, what it, it's yeah. quicker to do it with computers than it is to do it practically. Yeah, and time is money, so that's it's why it's cheaper. it's cost effective. Yeah, apparently, even, even, even the people who are working to even like the Nicotero's effects. I, I think he does great work on on The Walking Dead, but even like his older effects, I guess because he just had the the freedom then. I guess so. I, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but he, then there's CG on that show too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. I'm saying he's not not in, I guess, complete control of uh, the effects. So he's got to mix in some CG with practical, and it it looks good. But then you see like his work on earlier projects, and it's like, Jesus. I mean, he hasn't lost it. He just evidently, you know, with the amount of money being made today, the sheer volume, I think, of effects. Because now you can't just have like back in the day, you had an exploding head. You got a guy with a helicopter blade take the top of that off. Now you'll have that helicopter take off a hundred zombies approaching the helicopter's head off, and so they can't do that practically. So the only way around it is CG. It's just been the ante's been upped so that it's it's 
instead of being a showpiece of the film, Day of the it, Dead, the guy leaning over and the, the guts falling out, that it, becomes like a throwaway in a, in a Walking Dead episode now because there's so much more carnage. They the did the helicopter practical effect for the uh, Twilight Zone movie. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so bad. R.I.P. Vic Morrow and and the two kids. <laughs> Sorry. And Jeez. the two kids, yeah. And, no, it was terrible. And John Landis' career. <laughs> John Landis' career. Did you see that the other Landis is in trouble now, his kid? What happened oh. with the other land? Breaking news, apparently. Yeah, something, something going on. I don't know, but something, something going on with young Landis. I don't know. Landis Carissian. I saw. <laughs> so back to this. They're they're back just watching the thing for when we did when we did the Carpenter Apocalypse trilogy. Uh, I I was ha- happy to revisit this one because I never thought I was going to revisit it. Now I actually think I might tr- throw this into the rotation every now and then. It was much more enjoyable than I remembered it. And I think maybe I just went in not expecting too much, uh, was like kind of p- pissing on the CG at the time. And again, I'm not just one of those people. It's got to really suck for me to point it out because I love The Mist as well. And I could say sure. the CG sucks in that movie, but I still love the movie. But uh, this one was much more enjoyable. I think it, it's a, it's a, it's not it's not the classic that John Carpenter's is. But as a companion film, a follow-up or a prequel, it works. Yeah, and you see it play yeah. out as a prequel. And, you know, obviously, like, I mean, it's been a long time since this movie been out. I, I knew. I didn't go ahead and, like, read about this movie a long time ago. I just I just knew it was a prequel. It just Spoilers happened throughout the years. I haven't seen this movie since it came out, you know, eight, nine years ago. And I, I just knew it was a prequel. So watching it that way, even though I knew how it was going to ultimately end, it was actually kind of cool because you see everything set up. You see all the things happen, like, oh, there's how that happened, there's how that happened. Then, like, yeah. even as it plays out towards the end, you're like, wait a minute, where's the uh, the frozen wristlet? And then, oh, they do that, and they the do. heads, and the heads, the heads, you know, the heads together. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. And, and the characters, you know, the characters are, they're good characters in this. There's a lot of them, so they kind of get lost a little bit at times. But it's, you know, they're, they're solid characters, some good actors in here, and... Yep, I had a it, I had a good time with it. Yeah, good action, good gore scenes when they show yeah. it. Just it's paced well. They do what they do. I like how it's they have. The, the, yeah. It is fast paced. The intro is fucking fantastic. Oh, I, dude. dude, it's scary dude. too. You know how I am with suffocation and drowning. That, that scene, I could picture myself being in that situation. Fuck, and then when those guys go down in that thing, and like you know your life is over. How are you gonna get out of that? Even if you're you're not stuck anymore, how the hell can you escape that? You're just gonna run out of air. How it, did it, they it's get a terrible out of there? Thing. Well, here's the deal. Here's my question. They never mentioned him again. Great opening. But you see them. You see them. Oh, are you serious? They got out of it? That The one who falls down is the one that uh, that sh- that is part of the group. What was his name? In fact, the, the, the one who was like tracking the signal, listening to the signal, is the one who gets killed on the helicopter. Well, I got to go back and watch this again. I'm almost positive that completely... was them because I'm pretty sure they probably have some sort of gear in there that they're able to like uh, – climb out oh dude i don't know all i know is it scared me and oh it terrified me and i love the way the craft lights and and all that led into the titles and all that that was really cool brilliant that was really great yeah and the score they start off with the right score the boom boom they end with it they end with it too they do well they end with it lots of good easter eggs like that whole the the scene where where he comes out of the ice because you're like okay he's in that ice how is it gonna break the way that we see it in right. in the thing and it does and then it does. not only that but the 
the, 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 the attention to detail of recreating that set. Yeah. yeah. Of where the stairs are to come down to the ice. It was perfect. It and was. So they did all of that great. Um, and it is, there is a little bit of a been there, done that, because what happens when you're stuck in Antarctica, and it, it really does replicate a lot of what happens in John Carpenter's The Thing. You get, the, you know, the power downs, like no one can trust one another. Um, they do have the female characters in this one as, where they don't. In John Carpenter's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, walking with the lights uh, uh, through, like, uh, corridors and, 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 you know, snow-flurried uh, areas. Like, there's there's a lot of shots that emulate what happens in Carpenter's. I think not as a rip-off so much as, like, an homage. Exactly. Right. I would have liked a little bit more of the, the, the screams. <gasps> they did that, though, they, they the sounds. Once, yeah. It did it like three times, dude. I didn't think, I didn't think it was as effective as, as 82s. And I also thought, I, I, I just want to come back to this real quick because you just mentioned it. You know, uh, the Morricone score that they obviously use at the end, which just gives you chills when they go into it. Did they use that at the beginning? I thought that was just yeah. a... Are you right sure? away, the score, right away, it was almost like a... It wasn't the exact same score. It was... So no, I oh, obviously come no, on. I know. Uh, okay, was it wasn't more thumbprint. That yes, part, but that it wasn't done. more. What I'm saying though is that it wasn't done. more Cohen's score. It was the new yeah. guy's score, and then at the very end, it's actually more Cohen's score from '82. Right, but at the yes. beginning, was still doing something. Oh yeah, we're still doing this. Yes, something, okay. something just yes. like exactly. Right. But like, when, but when the fitting. actual score kicked in at the oh, end. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god, it's it's just like you get goosebumps. You're like, fuck. Well, let's they, watch the thing right now. They lead you right up to the movie. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I thought that was fantastic. Like I was, the, I was, I was giddy. Yeah, yeah and mixing dude. it in with the one guy who doesn't speak English. It's it's not really like a throwaway. It just happens to be part of it. They have one guy on the project who, I mean, most of them speak English and Norwegian. This one guy just doesn't speak Norwegian, and then the pilot comes, and it makes perfect sense. And they introduce those yep. little bombs that he that he had. Yeah, yep. like, Throws it at the beginning of the thing. They introduce those earlier on. Oh yeah, and then she actually throws one into the. Thing. I mean, there, there's a, a, a few of those great little Easter eggs and nods. Uh, so good there's kills, a good, that, good fan that mouth sucking, that mouth sucking kill. Yeah. The whole scene with uh, Joel Edgington's character uh, Carter, with him uh, like in the pantry hiding and that, and then of course the the, the twist at the end with the earring. Fantastic stuff. I, I yep. gotta ask something. It's a little offshoot because it's, it's actually going back to the th- the other John Carpenter's thing for a second. Dave, you've seen it too. Chapter two twice now? Correct. I've seen it once. I just have a question to ask. Was that a nod to John Carpenter's thing with the spider? Oh, and he says, obviously. you got to be fucking kidding me. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a nod. It's a total duplicate scene. But yep. who is going to get that from the mainstream audience? That, that's Us. for We're gonna horror get fans. What are you talking about? From It Chapter Two? Yeah. 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 I haven't seen it yet. I'm just uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Sorry. don't even. Yeah. No, but- no. That's fine. That's fine. Back to the the, 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 the nods and all that other stuff. I like how we get a fake out on the blood test. They talk about doing a blood yeah. test, and it's almost like, ah, you're going to do this again? That's a little too on the nose. And then it doesn't happen because shit happens. And I was like, okay, well played. That's just for fans of the original. It's like, okay, we're going to talk about it. We're going to acknowledge the blood test thing, but uh, nope, we're going to pull the rug up from Mundia. I love that, man. But they it still was... duplicate a test. So, like, I mean, if you're, if you're, right. if you're trying to do comparisons, there's a, a, a logical flow that kind of does duplicate how John Carpenter's plays out. 
if there's more creature in this, you so yeah. they do they do pay you off pay you off. I guess paid off in that regard. Uh, again, it being CG in a lot of cases, but once again, the design portion of it, fantastic. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the test, I was about to say the same thing, Dave. I was like, ah, no. And then I'm like, ah, but they are doing a test, but it's different enough that I was okay with it. I yeah. like the test. I like the teeth check. I like the whole, you know, inorga- inorganic material and, and the way it plays out with Carter. Like I said, with the earring, really cool. And him grabbing the wrong ear. Fucking cool. I was that like, is cool. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, man. Roast this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what, though? That's something I would do because my memory is shit. Like, I don't, <laughs> to this day, I'm not kidding you. I've been in my house a year and a half, and I, 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 I still don't know what light switch goes to what. Like, I'll go to turn a light on a room, and I'll hit the wrong. I'm an idiot that Dude, way. Dude, I do the same that's thing. That's something I would do, I and do I, I lose thing. my life because of it. It would have been an even better movie if Carter, after he was Torch, just running around screaming, I was never the same! <laughs> you got the wrong guy. I just got boned! <laughs> <laughs> you did get boned. Uh, <laughs> how about that, the, the the surprise with the girl? The, the First, those two scenes right in a row. The reveal on the chopper when those guys leave and, and the burst out. That fucking thing is great when they try yes. to take off initially. Dude, I love like, how many spins down. they do over the hills. Oh, they're dude, like it's pirou- great. They're pirouetting over the hills. Woo! Yeah, totally. It looked man. like a video game. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then right after that scene, you get the, the you get the freaking other reveal with the girl. Oh, and yeah, with Juliet. She brings him in. She starts bl- blame, blaming the other guy. It's Colin. You... Not that. No, 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 no. I did not expect that scene at all when there's a reveal with the girls. When one's taking one to the other room to show him to something and yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Oh, you forget it. I... Yeah, she brings him in there. She brings Kate in there and starts blaming Colin, one of the other characters, saying you got to look out for him. He was the last one. This and then it's just like yeah. whoa. It's like a whoa, holy shit. And she's like, yeah, run. I she's I like run. That. She tells that Norwegian guy run, and he just stands there, and dies. Yeah. <laughs> run, Good stuff, man. But Good you stuff. put one foot in front of the other and start moving, man. Yep. You gotta put one foot. In front of the other foot. Oh, the other foot? In front of the other. Put so, the other foot down. Oh, so, wow. Look at down. that. David's corrected me on the song. <laughs> well, when you talk about Revenge of the Nerds, I'm going to I'm gonna get a little bit uptight about it. Because <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. What do I care? That's my pie. <laughs> Let's see if shit floats. <laughs> nobody, nobody said anything about shit floating. And I have been looking, and it's still like a half and half. <laughs> some do, some don't. I don't care what anybody says, unless I'm the only freak in the world who doesn't have anything. I don't know. Maybe I'm a goner. I don't know. Let me get two coke floats and a shit float. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go to an old time uh, soda soda jerk and ask for a shit float? <laughs> you got any shit floats? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let, let why don't we wrap this up, right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay, I, yeah, okay. I'm down with that. Solid film. I'm glad you guys liked it. Yeah, because I, I'll tell you what, I I always have, and I thought you guys weren't gonna like it. Like I had a rating that I gave it last time, and then as I'm watching it, I'm like, well, well, well. I almost talked myself down for some for the wrong reason. I don't even know why. I was like, well, I might come down a little bit. I don't want to come in too high. Maybe I'm way off here. And then talking to you guys, I'm going back to my original rating that I gave it the last time I watched it, and I'm sticking with it. Eight out of ten. Nice. And I'm gonna. I actually came up a little bit 
because I was at seven and a half, but I've actually bumped it up to seven point seven five. Nice. And I'm at. A, I'm happy to say I'm at eight with you, Dave. Nice. Wow. Eight, eight, yeah. And I. I was like, I, it was a pleasant surprise. Like I said, I was like, okay, I'll check this out again. Wasn't expecting much from it, and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's another one of the remakes slash whatever you want to call it. Re-edit, whatever. I'm not even going to try to use the word. But another movie that goes by the same title as an older movie that's beloved that people shit on without real justification. Here. It's like I just, the Evil Dead. It's the Evil Dead, the thing. Yeah, right on. Cool. So we did it. We did it. Okay. Well, what's next, B? Next. Okay. Let's, uh, let me pull up the description for the next one. I got to grab my plug for the my computer. I forgot I didn't plug it in. Hold on one sec. Plug it in, plug it in. Plug it up. Plug it up. I watched it the other day. Oh, I think I told you. Did you? I'm saving it because I'm, I'm closing in for the 1,000 movie challenge. Oh, boy. I'm at 969 down, and the plan is to finish up on Halloween. I'm doing a double feature Halloween night with a buddy of mine. The, the 1,000th film will be Halloween 3. Nine ninety nine. We don't Ooh. know what we're gonna do. We might just do something crazy. We want to kind of watch something maybe a little bit more disturbing, but so it might not necessarily be Halloween theme. But I'm gonna hit all the other. Ho- I'll hit original Halloween one and two and uh, and trick or treat leading up to it. But I'm also the point of the whole thing was when you mentioned Carrie is that mm-hmm. uh, I still have that as one of my watches. I think yes. I do. I think I do. You know, I saved some. I saved some. You know, like classics that I could just you know finish up with. And remember when we did the bonus episode, I was looking at my movies and said, I know I watch more movies than this. Here's what yeah. happened. There are other classics that I've watched this year. I don't log a movie twice. Like if I to watch The Shining three times in a year, I'm not going to put every date that I watched. It. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why. Because I've watched The Shining. I've watched Carrie. I've watched you know, I've watched a couple classics that I've watched also since, you know, since January. You know yeah. what I mean? So they, that's why I was like, I know I watch more movies than just 13 or whatever that I said. And that's why. Well, dude, that's another crazy part about the challenge is we have to do a thousand different movies. So I actually have about 30 rewatches. I haven't I haven't marked them down, but I have 30 rewatches like we're going to have rewatches coming up like we're going to be doing the VHS trilogy. I've already watched the first two this year, but I can't count them part of the challenge. So Mm -hmm. even though I've watched 969 films, I've actually probably hit a thousand already. True. But it's, it's different films. It has to be completely different. So Halloween night. I will break the record. Well, awesome. Break, break I can't wait. That's yeah. fucking great, man. Yeah. And then I'm <laughs> going to, well, I'm going to finish out the year strong because hitting 2019 hard. And, uh, and then next year is going to be just chill. Like, I'm not even joking. I know every year I say I'm going to relax. Every, and then I do some, every and I do, <laughs> I do like ridiculous. Shows. I'm going to watch these hundred movies in three days, but no, next year I'm relaxing. I plan on watching TV shows and focusing on other shit. Right on, man. Right Good. on. Good. All right, we Let's ready for next one? Let's boogie. We're going to go to 2012's The Hunt. Mike Hunt? Mike okay. Hunt. Okay. <laughs> Mike I'm going to go on record right now before you say anything else. I have a feeling that Brandon and I are going to butt heads just a little bit about something that happens in this film. I have a feeling that Brandon is going to be head over heels for this film and I am not saying I didn't like it because I, in fact, did. But there is something in the film that I don't think makes sense. And when we get to that point, I have a feeling that we might we might butt heads a little bit. But we'll see. 
All right, I'll do it real quick, then I'll let you talk. Okay, a teacher lives a lonely life all the while struggling over his son's custody. His life slowly gets better as he finds love and receives good news from his son, but his new luck is about to be brutally shattered by an innocent little lie. All right, go ahead, Christian. What were you going to say? Absolutely. First time watch, absolutely love this movie as well. Uh, but it frustrated the hell out of me that, again, this guy doesn't say, I didn't do it. He doesn't even seem like he has a fight in him. To say that didn't happen. What's going on? Like I know they they allude to. I don't even know what's being said about me. But he, if anything is being directed, if that woman's like, there's been some appropriate uh, inappropriateness brought up, and I just need to get to the bottom of this. You'd be like, what the hell's going on? What are you talking about? He is so calm, but almost too calm that if you were accused of something like this, the magnitude of it. I would have been off the church going like, what the fuck's going on here? Nothing happened. This is a, 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 not even a misunderstanding. This is an outright lie. What? And I want to get to the bottom of it. And he doesn't do any of that. And it drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I can see it. Yeah, part of me throughout the film wants to see, um, oh my God, why am I trying a name on this character? Mads Mikkelsen's character. Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal, <laughs> yes. Lucas. I want to see Lucas scream and get crazy and stuff, but I understand that he's trying to be calm and trying to approach this from a professional standpoint. He knows nothing happened, and he's just trying to get to the bottom of it. It's a very close-knit community. It establishes that very quickly with you know just the opening scene that this is a tight-knit group of close friends, family, and just, you know, so he's... Okay. I, I feel like the reason he doesn't get crazy is because he's... I think he might have a sense, especially early on, even though it's horrible, these accusations, is that, you know, okay, this isn't true. This isn't happening. We're, we're, you know, this is all going to blow over. And it just slowly builds and steams over and builds this tension that ultimately rises to, you know, to a point where you don't know where it's going to go. You, you kind of, you get a sense of dread throughout as it builds and you don't know how dark this is going to get and, that's why I really love this film because I feel like if he was just out there screaming and losing it from the start, I feel like the, the tone would have been completely different and it wouldn't have been as effective in certain scenes, particularly, you know, a very big climactic scene in the church, which I thought was super powerful given that's where he finally is just like, yeah. you know, no, you're, you're yeah. going to see understand the fucking that. But everything backfired based on the close-knit community. I guess you're right. You did explain it in, in your response to me, which is like, oh, this is going to blow over. This is going to blow over. No, it's not. Because it, it eventually ends up getting, like, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and no, it's, uh, I, again, uh, I didn't know anything about this film. I didn't even realize it was nominated. I guess it was nominated for Best Foreign Film in 2012. Yeah. Um, but it was, again... Hard to say enjoyable, but I, 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 but I enjoyed the film. Like I enjoyed it from the performance level. I enjoyed it. I was presented. It, it was, it, it just frustrated me that this little lie, because it seemed like this girl wasn't getting attention from her parents. And the one guy that like is nice to her, you know, responds in a way that she didn't really appreciate. And she creates something. I'm like, holy fuck, this guy's life is going to spiral downward because of this. Yeah, it's an innocent little thing where, you know, from a kid's perspective, when she's, you know, has her Valentine rejected and she kisses him innocently on the mouth. It was very innocent and it didn't come across as creepy, even though it's inappropriate. Well, and, he said, immediate, yeah. and he immediately yeah. says it. And it's really 
well done without becoming a creepy scene. And it's he handles everything correctly. And she sees that as like a rejection. She doesn't understand. And the whole scene with the brother and the friend showing the pornography and and, and basically saying the words, look how it sticks up like a rod. And little kids are impressionable. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. There was a scene prior to the accusation where she saw yeah. a penis and, sticking and erect, up. And erect yeah, penis. The, the, yes. two, the, the brother runs in with a friend and shows him up the porn mag and goes, look, what's her name? Um, Sarah? I don't know. Look, little girl. Clara. Uh, oh, yeah, look, Clara. Uh, it sticks up like a rod. Blown. Okay. Okay. My yeah. fucking mind is blown. I d- didn't see that. And this one of my big beasts with the film and everything I was thinking about the film is different now because I didn't know that happened because I was trying to say, where would she get this idea from? Obviously, and this is what I'm telling my wife because my wife came in about 20 minutes in and I told her this is what's happening in the movie. And she ended up watching the rest of the movie with me. But I told her this, this, and this. I go, and my uh, here's what I'm thinking. Her parents were arguing earlier in the film. She needs some affection. Something's going on. But if she's talking about a penis that sticks straight up, that means somebody else is molesting her. It's either going to be her father father or someone else and then later on the brother is introduced and i'm like that's the first time i saw him when they he, he all of a sudden popped up when um when the teacher was meeting with the mother to tell them what the little girl said and then she brought her son with them and i'm like okay so there is a brother maybe the brother molested bottom line is this i somehow did not see that scene and or, it, yeah, it's so quick you can miss it like if you just if you, if you, if you zone out for a second yeah. yeah, they're running up the stairs, the brother and the friend, and they and they literally well, show the girl, magazine yeah. like 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 being you know little idiots like oh, hey look how look at the look at this dick sticking up like a rod and it's yeah. you know it's a huge dick sticking up like a rod. And oh, that changes everything because I'm it, thinking somebody else molested her, so she's fucked up. And then when he turns her down with the kiss because she really needed a friend at that point uh, because her parents were fighting and these guys are so close. When he rejected her, so to speak, she got mad at him and decided to take it out on him. So that's why she made the, but I'm thinking someone else must be molesting her. So this changes every fucking thing now for me because that little scene, I, I was thinking somebody molested her. And at the end of the movie, they're just going to act like nothing happened. Great. And, We're not going to be buttheading. Well, we still are. We're still, <laughs> <We're> still going <laughs> to butthead because there's a few things that still didn't make sense. But that does help me because now I obviously don't think she was molested. And I wanted answers to like, you know, two or three questions and I didn't get any of them, but that was one of them. So that, it does help you know, with that, that knowledge now. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I can't believe I missed that scene. I was like, so obviously she saw one. A little girl that age isn't just gonna say that for no reason. But yeah, damn it, how did I miss that? A big old stiffy too. Okay, well, definitely wasn't Christian. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> it definitely wasn't me. I'd be the before picture at the back of the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be eating fish fingers at the same time though? Is my question. <laughs> did you hear, did you hear that she said? She, I guess out where out, where where are they? Denmark. Instead of calling them yeah. fish sticks, they call them fish fingers. Like, <laughs> did you hear what she said? That you want some fish fingers? <laughs> I remember it. It wasn't funny to me until you just brought it up. Why was it not funny? So, fish fingers. I don't know why. It's Some things are funny until other it. people yeah, until exactly. other people find it funny. Like I find it funny that you find it funny. Right, right. <laughs> Fucking like, fish fingers. Yeah, sometimes I like you did that a few shows ago. I forgot what it was. Oh, you did it with pin. With pin. 
I never found Pin falling on the guy and him yelling at Pin. It's funny. Until you were doing, hey, Pin, get off of me. <laughs> That's funny now. It would have been great no. if you responded to in that voice. No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. Uh, so, Dave, that should change a lot, I think, for you. It changed something. I still don't understand what happened later because this makes literally no sense. Are you talking about later- the last scene of the movie? Well, that's not, that's something else entirely, but just a little, no, that's not something. I don't have a problem with the last scene in the movie. I have uh, we have an, in, different interpretations possibly, but no, there's no problem there. I guess my problem, my first problem would be this. There comes a point in the movie where they say that other children are hopping on the bandwagon and saying, and describing yeah. oh, a sofa yeah. and describing the pattern on the wall and, and everything describing else. describing the basement. Okay. Which, which they don't even have. Okay, but none of that makes a lick of fucking sense. It most certainly does. No, Kids have the these. Let me no, but the parents are putting the thought in. Sorry, Dave, go ahead. Let me finish. Let me explain why it makes doesn't make a lick of sense. First and foremost, it was said at the beginning of this, when the accusations first came to play, and it only would have made sense with her because they have a relationship outside of school. So in this instance, it would make a little bit of sense. She says that he touched her, that this that she saw his penis in the kindergarten class. Okay, now the, the insinuation later when they're talking, when the um, when the son is talking to uh, the father's friend, that it happened at the school. Now, if other children are getting involved and they're having a conversation, they are saying that they're taken to his basement and they have this, this, and this, and they see the pattern in the couch and it's all and it all lines up. Okay, now what debunks that? What debunks that is this. That he doesn't have a basement at his house. However, mm-hmm. this didn't happen at his fucking house. He's a kindergarten teacher. If he's going to molest the children, he's going to do it at the school. There's zero reason for any of those children to ever be at his house. So that is a fucked up part of the film. Well, to me, it's it's you know, it's these counselors, it's the police questioning these children. You know, have you been with Lucas? You know, have you seen Lucas outside of class? And collectively, oh, then kindergarten be kids Impossible. are very impressionable. But no, in, I, in actually, the it's the parents because remember she says I said something foolish. I she even said the exact same line. Clara says at the end to her dad, or her dad believes her. She says to her mom very early on, and the mom's like, "No, it happened." I the get that. I understand that you're missing my it. point. My point is, is I know what you're saying. She, when she's talking to the little girl, she's like, "Yeah, your mind is blocking because you don't want to remember." But we, I want you to know that it happened because you know for the the reason because he should be punished for it. My point is this. Okay, let me level it to you like this, Christian. You've had children go to kindergarten class, correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You'd be like, Can you think- they get to the guy's basement? And yeah, yeah, could you think of any instance whatsoever ever where <laughs> your kid is in preschool or, or kindergarten and they, for any reason at all, are going to be at the teacher's house unsupervised without you, let alone one children, let alone fucking other kids that popped up to say shit? Why wouldn't they have checked the school basement? That is a faux pas in the film. They should have said, if they were smart, that the, that the kids said they bought him in the basement of the school. One little line like that and, and leaving that thing out about going to his house and looking and there is no basement, that makes no sense for the basis of, of the accusations in this film. I have, no, I have no issue with it. I, I, knew you I, would. I, I find <laughs> it to be a collective hysteria among children, which is a genuinely real thing where these kids will start to believe a lie and collectively lie together and create things. 
you know, whether it's memories that didn't happen or actual physical sick symptoms when they're not even sick. Right, so, but why would they matter to cops? Why would they tell cops, oh, I went to his house? The first thing they would say is, hold on a minute. Let me talk to your parents. Hey, did you ever let the kids go to the house? They wouldn't just fucking entertain the idea because the kid said that. Close-knit you know community. Close-knit community. So all the, like, all, the, all, these ki- yeah. all these kids all these kids are kids of friends of his. They're not his best friends. They're not Theo's kid. Theo's kid is Clara, and that's the focus of the story. But to me... I, I get what you're saying, and it's it's valid. I really believe that what you're saying is valid. But to me, I buy it off as small, tight-knit community. They're showing the, the hunt at the beginning, and there's, you know, two dozen people on the hunt. They're all best friends. And I have a feeling like the whole kindergarten is made up of all these people's kids. So I would think that probably 90% of that kindergarten class has been in Lucas's house. He's been in their house. and it, Yes, it but probably- alone – in unsupervised no, in maybe a not a maybe not, house. Maybe not alone, but when they were being questioned by counselors or whatever, they collectively built and, and created this lie. I mean, I just I didn't think as deep about it as you, Neither but did I, I mean Neither did I. But, but I, I don't I'm don't see an issue with it, but I see your issue with it. I don't share the okay. issue, but I see it. I do see it. I see it, Dave, as well, but I believed in the I didn't think I didn't feel it being an issue while I was watching the movie, that's for sure. And I bought right into what Brandon was explaining with the, the mass hysteria. Uh, in a I sense get the mass the, hysteria. Collective hysteria. I, I, I get that. I understand how children work and how that would happen. And yeah, me too. And fucking the kids. I don't understand how they are. I'm more so saying the police department, it doesn't make any sense that they would even think at any point say, oh, so what happened? Oh, he took me in his basement in his house. Wouldn't you, as the, as, the, as the police say, well, wait a minute. When were you in his house and why? And in a situation where he could have even taken you in the basement with several children. It just seems like, and then, I don't know, it just, it just seems to me like if they would have done it a little bit differently, instead of doing that little clever thing saying, ah, there is no basement, all, all because all for that reveal on that line, which was cool. Ah, what's the one problem with this, though? There is no basement at your house, he says. There is no basement at the house. Correct. So he's innocent. If they could have just cut that part out and said that all these children are saying that, you know, like, like Freddy Krueger, like there was this in, in the remake, there's this back room, he has this special room, or whatever the fuck, at the school, at the boiler room, or this or that. Then To me, that would have been I don't know. It just would have made more sense to me. It just, I know that I, I, there's no, I can't think of any situation where I would have let my daughter at any point be alone with any fucking male whatsoever (laughs) outside of my brother or my father. I don't know. It's just, maybe that's just me as a parent. I just don't see that many parents, you know, alone. I don't want to let this no, it's it's it's, it's it's a tough thing, and it's one of those things that you know can very easily happen. I almost look at it more like it's 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 tragic because it's it can it, I'm sure it happens all the time. Well, this and you're <laughs> and you're gonna be more likely to believe the kid. And and look, I feel like it's just a case. I I didn't dive too deep into. It. I feel like it was a case of of the cops and and of all the authorities trying to establish if there was a pattern of abuse against children on. Lucas's part and and just the fact that things had been said. I don't know to what extent. Yeah, they throw the basement thing in there and that gets debunked. So they see that there's not a pattern and that they're dealing with an isolated incident. And, uh, you know, it's even more tragic because, you know, Clara is like, you know, Clara doesn't realize the extent of what she's done. Like she's she's 
she's showing up at his house after the fact. She keeps talking about wanting to walk Fanny, the dog, and it's and it's tragic, and she doesn't see the effect that it's having. And uh, and Lucas is so stoic and reserved, and, and it's not until you know Marcus shows up, and when Marcus goes to talk to Theo and he spits on Clara, man, I, I, you know, oh, yeah. part, part of me is like cheering, like good for you, Marcus. But at the right. same time, he's spitting on a little girl who, who didn't mean it, but it's like, good for you. You know, here's the reaction that he wants to see from his father. And he, he's right. not, he's not getting it from him. Well, it's, then, it's, it, this was Dave. It goes back to what I was saying earlier, just about like, say something like, going, this is fucking preposterous. Like, but he, he never loses his cool, which you got to respect in a sense of, he doesn't even get mad at Clara. He might be angry with her. He's more upset with his friend for not believing him. And then eventually realizing that his friend does believe him. Uh, and we'll, we will get to that, I guess as well. But even at the end, he's not mad at Clara. And just like Bjork is not going to say the secret uh, right. about the cop or whatever. But in the anger in me would be like, fucking step up, buddy. Say, like, I don't have a basement. What the fuck? This is crazy. What, when was it with these kids? I go to work. I'm by myself. I live with, I'm with my friend. We go drinking. Like, what the hell? Say something. That's Well, he, yeah, and, and that's the thing. He never he never brought up the <laughs> He could have very easily brought up the incident and been like, okay, here's what happened. Clara gave me a Valentine. I told her it was inappropriate that she should give it to one of her classmates. She kissed me on the mouth. I told her that was inappropriate behavior. She got mad at me. That's yeah. it. it she, but I, and but, I don't know where it, this other stuff is coming from. Uh, yeah. Maybe it triggered. I, I go, but that's just what happened. But I don't know yeah. what the hell she's talking about with all this other stuff. That's and, me. Uh, I, I know that's not everybody, but you're just like pulling your hair out going, just say something. Yeah. Please. He does I, say something, though. I will say this. When? Remember, he goes to school and he confronts the teacher because he's pissed off because now yeah. now she cost him because she called his ex-wife. Yeah. And now he was ruining the chances of his son coming to live with him. So he yeah. does get balls one time when it comes to that. He goes right there and says, I want to talk to oh, you. Oh, he gets balls a couple of times because when he goes back into the grocery store, right. I oh. cheered. When he lays that headbutt down, I'm like, yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah, dude, that was a Hannibal type shit right there. Yeah, that was. (laughs) Then he gets his groceries. He should have eaten that fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, it was Uh, good. There was not a see this whole movie. I'm waiting to see, and I'm enjoying the movie. Everything about the movie I like. Uh, Again, I was confused because of what's gonna happen. Is he gonna give? Is he going to get off? Who is the one molesting her? What's going on? What are these answers? I'm waiting, 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 waiting to get these answers. And then all of a sudden, just because one day on Christmas Day, the guy just says, you know what? Well, he noticed it the night before in the church. He says to his wife, I can see it in his face. And I understand what he's saying. He goes, he's not guilty. But then all of a sudden, the entire fucking town thinks this guy is guilty to the point that they don't even want him shopping at their restaurants. They fucking do what they do with the dog, which uh, fucking, I, I called that. As soon as the kid said to the father, as soon as he said, where's the dog? Oh, something else. I told my wife, I go, oh, that's that. I knew it right away. I called it as soon as it happened. And then yeah. sure enough, that it was, scene, holy shit. They must have oh, used, they must have put the dog, like, not to sleep, sleep. to sleep, but just Dude, like, I, with I, the I drug. was saying that to my like, dad, as, and I've seen this before. I'm yeah. like, they really killed Fanny for this movie. <laughs> no, I, like, just, look how good an actor she is. Yeah. Like, that, no, it's for the operation stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, it's like when they put him to sleep and the yeah. tongue is hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was like, they, fucking nuts. <laughs> like, yes. that's no prop. 
No, but, no, but and that was but a I get it. As frustrating CG dark. I get it. Just because of that opening, establishing that relationship among this community, it's like he can't scream at the top of his lungs. He's innocent. He has to. He can't believe that these people are even questioning it to begin with. But then it gets it, to that level, and he doesn't. I and, know. And other than I just know. with the teacher, other than the part that Dave brought up, there wasn't enough. Like, what the fuck, buddy? Come on! Like, not even True. when he's like getting the chops from the from the the, the grocery store. He's not going to say, "Just serve me my fucking chops." I didn't do anything. It's, I don't can't believe like there's serve nothing me. said. Just give me my fucking chops. That I'll should be, be the tagline. Yeah. The hunt. Serve me my fucking chops. Yeah. <laughs> not mutton. The, but here's my problem. I was, I was getting to this. <laughs> thanks for mutton. <laughs> the hunt oh, too. The hunt too. Thanks for mutton. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. But let, I was getting to this problem I have. Sorry. All of a sudden, Christmas Eve, what happens, happens. The guy ha- has a revelation before, and that's why he knows he can approach him and do what he does in the church. I get that. But then all of a sudden, he wakes up the next day. It's Christmas Day. Well... I've decided I believe I'm going to take some food over to his house and everybody's just going to all of a sudden drop the fucking charges and forget about everything. And now, now he's innocent. And just like that, let me tell you something. When somebody is fucking accused of anything like that, anything, a rape or a fucking molestation or anything, just because somebody decides they changed their mind and they believe it. And a year later, I find all that a little bit hard to believe that fucking everybody in town's like, Oh, the father says he didn't do it. It's not only the father, the daughter said she didn't do it. And you got to think from December and you got to think from December to October, a 10 month period of time, the police are involved again. There's there. All this is cleared up. And even though it's yeah, it's a short period of time. That scene at the very end is is very much what you're talking about. It's It's establishing that this is not fixed. This can this can never be undone. No, but the way he gets from the brother and that other guy when they're in there and, you know, the mom's not there. So the, his best friend's there, but his wife wasn't there because the wife, I don't think, forgives him. In her mind, it happened, no matter what the daughter said. So the daughter said it didn't happen. The, the, the father believes him. The police investigation happened. People dropped the cases, but when they're having that celebration of the son getting his uh, hunter's license, that's what it was, right? Yeah. The fan, uh, Clara's mom's not there. At least I don't believe she is. And I, I, I take that as... There was a falling out between her and her husband because he took the side of the friend and said that he believed that nothing happened. But the mom's eye, I think, uh, that's how I took it. Now, if you can tell me she's in that scene, but she was not having any of it. So I actually believe that um, she didn't forgive him at all. And Were there any females there, though? It's a hunting thing. Were there any females? Clara there? was yeah. there. Clara was well, there. I know the baby was, a, was there. Fine. No, but there that's was, the, I don't I don't. The remember. wives? There was, no, there was some other women because I thought, is that the okay. wife? For a second, I'm like, no, it's not. Okay. But there was another Maybe woman laughing or telling a story. And then, and then like, was it in his head? But I don't believe it is. I think those side looks are supposed to be like, I don't believe you. We're never going to believe you. And then, of course, the, sh- the shot out, uh, quite literally, is we've got your number. You, 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 no matter, almost like the Sopranos end. No matter what you do, you're always going to be uh, like watched. You're always going to be. I like that. I like the ending open for interpretation. I like that if it literally happened, it means there's still doubt amongst the group. Right. And if I it didn't happen, it's more metaphorical in the sense that Lucas himself cannot forget 
that the things that happened to him happened. Right. And, and I'm with him, you. Yeah. So either way, I'm fine with it. I'm fine for being open to both interpretations. And uh, yeah, maybe I, I, no, I don't remember the scene. I do wish you'd seen the wife, though, because it does give a sense that the whole community had forgiven. I mean, there's nothing to. But you're right. I, I don't. She, I didn't see her. So do you think that just because the guy forgave him and decided he had a change of heart and he's going to go over and take him some food and some wine to his house, that all of a sudden he's going to have his job back and the, the charges are just going to be dropped and everything just goes back to normal, so to speak, except well, I, for the doubts that people have in the back of their head? I, I don't know. Do you know, think it's that it's easy? Ten, it's 10 months later. We're not, I know. We're not told. We're, we're told time's gone by. We don't know the extent of it. He seems to be with his son. And his son got his, his hunting license. That's where we're at. And he seems to have reconciled with a few people, at least. But you can see even people there he hasn't reconciled with. Or there's it, doubt. It, yeah, it's, so, an, it's, an, it's an ideal image mirroring the beginning. But even though it looks the same, it will never be the same. And it can never be fixed because there will always be that doubt. And it reminds me of the movie Doubt, which I'll compare this to if you haven't seen also a terrific film with Philip Seymour Hoffman, not horror, but deals very similarly cool. like this. And it's phenomenal. Wait, we'll talk about it on this show. But not yeah, yeah, not horror, but it's, <laughs> but the, that's that, and that's the thing. It's like the power of, of lies and, and rumors and, and gossip. And it's, it, it's very poetic and, and visually stunning the way it sort of mirrors the opening, but the, it, it's changed. It, it will never be the same. I don't, I don't think it will, uh, Dave. Because whether that doubt is in an actual shooter, you know, giving him a warning shot saying we're, we're always going to be watching you or that right. shot is just metaphorically in his head saying, you know what, I, I can't forgive these people. They're not the same people given what they did and how they reacted to something that I never did or, you know. I well, mean, you saw re- the guy running away, right, B, after the shot? Yeah, you see okay. that, and you're never able yeah. to make it out. I'm, I'm right. looking, I'm pausing, I'm like, who is it? Like, who is right. it? I, 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 it was like Mrs. Voorhees being right, right before uh, she kills Ned. Right, in, in, in the thing? Yeah, that's exactly Maybe. what I thought when I watched the movie. This is exactly like Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> Maybe it was Mrs. Voorhees. Nice. <laughs> what are you doing? Up was... the, not that scene, but <laughs> oh, I thought hi. it was his son. I... Honestly, I know that they you're not supposed to know, but that's the first visual that I it got. Look, it looked like a tall, skinny kid reminiscent yeah. of, of the son. Really? I just it, figured... it, it looks like that, but it's so it's yeah. so hard to tell. But in Mrs. Voorhees, it could be because she could come out at the end in a bonus <laughs> scene and say, Lucas and Clara were making love. <laughs> <laughs> well, my young boy drowned. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Oh, woo. Um, shit. Okay. The killing of the deer. Did that really happen? Sure as fuck look like they killed that deer. Oh. Or did they, did they put that deer to sleep like the dog? I don't know. That, that looked like it might have been a cannibal Holocaust moment. But they ate it right? for craft services. Very real. Maybe it's Denmark. Maybe they shoot a deer. You know, I don't know. You know, I can't play. I can't place all these other actors, but I've seen these other actors. I guess I've seen a bunch of Danish films, but but this was a good cast. I you know I recognize some of these people, and I was like, this is this is solid. And Mads Nicholson, like he's one of those actors who's just good in everything. Like he could be in a bad movie, and he's still a standout in it. Yep. And there's something else about this movie that ties in with the last movie. You know what it is? He just broke his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Did you see what I wrote? I wrote yes. it down on this feed. I wrote it in my notes too. And it be, it's awesome. Because I'm actually not looking at them right now because it's just the flow of the conversations brought up pretty much everything, which is great. Like, he's, that's, I wonder, does that carry, does that carry through to our last film? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Uh, no. Nope. The, the last film breaks your fucking soul. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, yeah, but, uh, it's there. I was, like, was that the guy's house, the Godfather, that that Brune guy? Was that his house? It was a weird house because that was, that was yeah. stunning. That was like a castle. <laughs> well, but like, then wasn't the kitchen in the basement? So it's like a main know, level. The main it level, was so like rooms cool, upstairs, though. a big main level, and then the kitchen in the basement with like no, stuffed in the corner. <laughs> I still liked it though. It looked awesome. Oh, it was, was great. Like, it was cool. I was like, I want to live there. It was cool how he had the two different sets of friends in the beginning. They, they were the, you know, they were the, the one set of friends who eventually turned on him. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, did they do that to his fucking dog? Because how can he forgive that? That's that, what I'm yeah. saying. That yeah. shit with the dog, that's almost as bad as fucking molesting a kid. What the fuck does a dog have to do with anything? Yeah, Why would you do that? It's there. I mean, who would, would do that? He's, you know, you know, Clara's portrayed as the victim, and uh, but but in the end, it's like he, Lucas is the real victim here, and it's like, oh, fuck Clara, fuck her, seriously. Huh? It, it, no, you know what I mean. That's in no, my you're, life. Living, we're watching the movie. She's like, this this girl is gonna ruin this guy's life just for no reason. Yeah, you know, and I'm he, like, and, oh. and even when it looks like it's put back together, it's it's fractured. It's it's right. it's never gonna be the same, and. His his stoic looks throughout that. Oh man, that looking back in the church scene though, before he you know he says oh. before he re- approaches him and says you have to forgive me. That's like, I don't know. That's just like a like to me like an, an award worthy scene. I don't know. It's just so, it's a very powerful look and just that when he starts punching him and I was just like, he's just like he's defeated. He's like you have to believe me or like I'm finished. Yeah, man. He's, he's Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> Boom! Boom! Oh. Mark Ov. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we should end it on that note. <laughs> Unless there's something else. <laughs> it's recommended, and I will tell you this: another movie that you can watch. I had to sign up uh, for Magnolia for the week for the in the seven yeah. day trial that you can get on Amazon. So another movie that anyone listening, unless you got the Magnolia thing, which I never heard of until I friggin had to, had to watch this movie. Dude, Amazon has so many weird shit. I know, right? I've signed up for some where they have like literally three movies on there. Like, how is this a channel? <laughs> we should do our own. The exploding head. Yeah. <laughs> Put that Christian's elf on the shelf videos on there. Nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> We should do it just to get our name out there. I wonder if we could put videos up there. Dude, some of them are like two ninety nine a month. These channels. Oh. You thought Shutter was cheap? I signed up for some for the seven day trial, and it's like after your seven day trial, you'll be charged two ninety nine. You can go twenty years and not realize you've been paying for this one channel. That's it. And everybody's wow. complaining about one buck a month. That's a new right? Patreon perk. Perk. Your, your one buck bastard. is not going to be two ninety nine. Amazon channel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, we're better than some Amazon channel. Come on. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, you can watch this movie on Magnolia. Go sign up if you got the Amazon app or, or just go on your computer. It, it's free. Another movie, what you recommend. Again, I, I did poke some holes and say some things, but I enjoyed the movie. I was That's why I, I got angry because I really wanted to know what was going on here and how it was going to end up and everything else. And when I didn't necessarily think I got the answers I wanted, it was a little bit frustrating, but – 
as a whole, I still enjoy the movie. And for me, it, it's an eight out of ten. Oh, okay. Well, that, no, that's cool that you say that. I'm, I'm, the, I'm exactly there too. Dave, I don't know what it is. We've aligned. Eight out of ten. Nice Great movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little higher just because you know I'm, a, I'm very much a character-driven person, and I just really love the characters in this, even the ones you hate. It's just, it's very strong in, in performances throughout. There's really no weak links here, so I'm, I'm. I'm a lot higher. I'm, I'm actually at a nine and a half also. With I knew answer. it. I yeah. knew you love this movie. Yeah, That's I, why I, I thought really, we were going to butt heads. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nine and a half. All right, man. Shit. Yeah. Not a, not an easy watch. Not a nine and a half. Huh? I want to watch it again anytime soon. But it's a nice stiff yeah. straight nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty <laughs> stiff. Yeah. While these guys are having a soft last <laughs> I mean, day. I, I just, <laughs> What are you doing? Off wheat design, man. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Lars von Trier over here is. Uh, <laughs> is I meant that was Hitler. supposed to be a stiff rod, but it, it came out Nazi. Stiff yes. rod, huh? What the hell is going on? Okay. All right. Dave, yeah, well, hit us up with some fun break stuff before. Okay, we... yeah. Fun <laughs> breaks. What, what do I have? What do I have I here? Um, a couple on? things. Well, I gotta, I gotta rewind for that. Uh, I talked about the cat. Okay. What about, we may as well get into Halloween. I talked about uh, the cat. I already talked about it. <laughs> it's in my notes. Things to, things to bring up. Uh, what about, this is the only Halloween-related talk we're going to have all month, uh, but. He's gay. <laughs> did you guys notice that I asked, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doherty, about um, the pronunciation oh, of Sal. Of Sal. <laughs> Yeah, well, he didn't respond, so I'm going to take that as victory for daddy. There you go. He doesn't want... You're, you're going to take that as a victory? You know why? Because he knows what's up. It's much more marketable to say Sam. So if he responds to me and says, yes, sir, you're right. That is what it is. But I understand why he would go with it, because yes. Sam is marketable. So he doesn't want to change it and freaking expose that. So by him not saying anything, that's just like, you know, he knows what's up. You know what I mean? If he really felt the other way, he would have said, because this is a guy that talks because he talked to, I think Derek, every time he talked, he's messaged him on, not messaged, but anytime he did anything on, on Twitter, he t tweeted at him, he responded. So he's the kind of guy that is interactive. So he saw my thing and decided it was in his best interest just not to say anything. So, well, I heard for the sequel that uh, Tears for Fears might be doing some of the soundtrack, uh, Sowing the Seeds of Love might be one of the songs <laughs> on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sam makes sense. Sam makes sense. I'm sorry. It, it, it is what it is. It, it's short for Sal. We I can't get into this whole thing. <laughs> didn't respond, so I'm gonna I'm gonna claim victory on that one. I wonder um, if he didn't respond because he just right. It was just like he just had to like collect himself. Like when he like when you see something that's like so ridiculous, and you're like. <gasps> I gotta catch my breath. I can't respond. To that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he contacted Derek. He's been like, Derek, I can't. I can't react to this yeah. guy. <laughs> Are these guys really gonna put out an Amazon channel? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sound man. network. <laughs> <laughs> Sound seven. <laughs> Jigsaw was awesome in Sal. Oh, awesome. Okay. That's uh, for fun stuff. <laughs> um, we got the vote. We got the vote. Uh, and it came back. The Nancy trilogy actually came back and beat out the Lori trilogy on the on the Facebook page 
and on Twitter because I put it on both. And I was really surprised. We got a couple hundred votes on the friggin' on the Facebook page, and people actually picked it. I knew it would be close. Because I, I, I couldn't vote. I couldn't vote on it. I, I don't even know it's if it's tough, that. Isn't I, it? I feel like it's it's people being angry at the fact that there's just so many timelines in it that they would like. You know yeah. what? At least Nancy has you know one timeline, and and that's it. So it's just easier to be like, all right, you know what? At least you know they didn't try to do fifty different timelines with her. But. True. But well, it's yeah. cool, Duke. I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street, um, you know, a couple weeks ago because it's part of the, it's one of the one that I couldn't claim again uh, on the what do you call it? Because I watched it again this year. Yeah. So, but I'm watching it. and It got me to thinking about part two and part three, and I was like, wow. I go, this is very similar to her. Her doing one three in New Nightmare is very similar to Lori doing, you know, one two and H two O. It's kind of like H two O New Nightmare are kind of like. Alike in a way, they came out years later, a different different type of of presentation. You know what I mean? It just 20, got me thinking because, or, <laughs> well, no, what? not not in Nightmare on Elm Street. It was no, no, I, 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 Nightmare <laughs> came out water years later. N two O. Wow, it could have been nitrous oxide. Oh, that would have been awesome. N two O. Yeah, it should have been N two O. Oh, damn! When did it? And Devo and Devo could have done whip it. That was, that was <laughs> the gas that they burned me. <laughs> awesome awesome who shit somebody brought up something really cool they said that at the end of three it actually works because at the end of three and she i know she says this for a fact and you guys do too but she's like i'm gonna dream you into a beautiful dream remember once when, when nancy's dying and Kristen says that to her yeah well how about that the beautiful dream is the other reality of freaking new nightmare I think that's that's poetic, man. Wow, I never, that's really like, cool. I, I right. you know I never thought of that, but I yeah, like cause, that. Yeah, because somebody said, well, in actuality, it's not the Nancy trilogy doesn't really exist because she's not Nancy in New Nightmare. She's back to being Heather. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's yeah. a real person. But then someone came in and said, well, I I, I take it as this. I'm gonna dream you into a beautiful dream, so that exists in the same timeline, and it's it's you know. It's, uh, yeah, it's, that's cool. Actually, I like. Yeah, that. yeah, it is cool. So anyway. I knew it would be close because I couldn't decide. I mean, ultimately, I would decide. I would take Laurie just because Halloween's my favorite horror movie. Nightmare on Elm Street's probably right, like, number 10 now. It just keeps getting higher and higher for me. So to take it away, you know what I mean? Um, Halloween 2, I love it. Not as much as I love Nightmare 3. And then the other two are interchangeable. So it's kind of like... You know, I think Halloween just gets the edge because of Halloween '78. But I think it's a good, a, a good. Uh, I think I thought it was a good question, and people, well, it was pretty divisive. Nancy ended up winning, though. So good, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was I, I like both. I like both. So I did. I really didn't cast a vote. I looked at them. I'm like, I, I really can't decide. I'm I like, did. I did vote for Nancy, but only because I'm not a fan of H2O. Yeah, it's not. It's okay, but I like New Nightmare more. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, certainly. Yeah. yeah. No, they're about even for me, I guess. New Nightmare in uh in H2O. I don't know. Hard to explain. I kind of go back and forth with it. There was one funny thing I wanted to play you guys, but I didn't I'm I'm not set up right. Uh, it was something from Duncan's podcast. He does this really cool thing at the beginning and it, like I said it was a 90s round table and he plays all these little scenes from different movies of the 90s. Like it opens up and it's the girl saying um have you ever heard about Candyman? You know, and they do all these little parts that he, he puts all these little parts in. And there's this one part and they say something and I want to play it for you guys. Granted, I listen to my podcast at one and a half speed. 
damn it. I listened to him at one and a half speed, <laughs> so it might sound different. But I wanted to show it to you guys because I have a good feeling that you guys would think that it was saying the same thing that I heard. It can't be what that is, but because it wouldn't make any sense. Was it? Have you ever heard a candy man? <laughs> <laughs> no, I gotta, I'm I gotta pull it up. <laughs> is that in there? I gotta Tony it up. Todd yelling, "I'm Norman Bates," even though it's not from the nineties. <laughs> I'll cue it up for later. It's kind of amazing you should say that actually. Because I'll queue it up later. We'll do it right before the, the very end of the show. Because I want you guys to hear that. You know what I mean? But I can't do it now. Because I can't find it. And I don't want to hold up the show. I was trying, I'm trying to speed things up, not slow them down. So, well, let's maybe. Get, why don't we get to the last uh, depressing right. movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, oh, let's man. Okay. The last film is 2008 documentary. Dear Zachary, A Letter to a Son About His Father. Written and directed... By Kurt Keeney, and it's a filmmaker deciding to memorialize a murdered friend when his friend's ex-girlfriend announces she's expecting his son. And basically, that's what the title tells you. A letter to a son about his father. Kurt is making this film for Zachary, who is Andrew's son, who is being born to the woman who murdered Andrew. And as I mentioned to you guys on text, this was a huge case in Canada. So yeah. I knew, um, I was like, this sounds familiar. And I stupidly Googled it, even though you said, uh, don't read up anything on, on the nothing, thing. And, nothing. I go- and I Googled it going, yeah, this is the case. And I knew exactly where it was going and how it ended because we lived it based on the fact that this happened and was yeah. pretty big national news in the 2000s. So um, yeah. did it, it didn't take away from the movie. I think this movie's good. I don't think this movie's great. I think the movie's good. I, I respect the friend. Uh, I would have done the same thing, you know, being in film and wanting to just to to just get the story out there and, and, and do it my way. But I'm not saying this documentary is the best. Okay, what was your problem with it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I, I just didn't like the way he did the documentary. I thought it it would. Um, I thought it could have been done better. I, I didn't like like even though I would have been angry. I didn't like his insertion of the rage moments and everything else. I just thought it could have been handled better. I love how it starts as one thing, evolves into something else, and then eventually, after everything's done, after the second sucker punch to the stomach, you know, you feel like you get a little bit. There, there's been movement uh, with the with the grandparents and and their uh, their sort of initiative and and their crusade, if you will, especially the grandfather. And how they've changed uh, uh, law in Canada, uh, and I don't know if the, if it's affected the states, but definitely opened the eyes of 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 this situation for sure. Wow, I never thought that Canadian government was that fucked up. I mean, I know about the United States government. I had no idea that that shit could have possibly gone down. That she could write a letter, judge, <laughs> and just be let out. Holy yeah. shit. All I ask of I you is that you too. behave yourself. Yeah. All I ask is that you behave yourself. And all these clips being played over and over and the rage moments I thought were absolutely necessary and effective to drive home the finding that is ultimately found when the uh, investigation is done at the end is that this was all preventable. Yeah. Or, you know, at least... At least one of them. At le- yeah, at least, you know, our our turn here. And it's absolutely tragic and frustrating. And I, you know what? I, I 
you know, this happens to be a Canadian case and it's frustrating to deal with these people. And I wanted to like, I felt like every time they brought up this psychiatrist or this judge Gale or these, these prosecutors or, or defense attorneys. And, and I felt like, you know, I, I would kill these people if I ever met them. They deserve to be shot. But it's, it's not even just a statement on, on, on the Canadian, you know, justice system. It's a, it's just a statement on the justice system, period. There's flaws in every justice system. And unfortunately, we see it all the time. And I just thought this was a just an overwhelmingly emotional journey and love story for for his friend, for his friend's son, for for these parents who for Kate and David, who ultimately become, you know, yeah, and and they're there throughout the whole thing, and and it just sort of just becomes it sheds light at the end of, of how amazing these people are, because you're really thinking about yourself and how you feel, and 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 what happened to these kids, and you're seeing them and and everything they're doing and the things they had to go through, and it's just, oh man, I the, mean these the these people the, are in the reality. This is reality, and the turns in the story are are, are horrific and, and yeah. just so brutal. Uh, and again. It, it, the way he presented the documentary, I, I, again, I don't want to shit on this guy's thing because, again, he I, I, he was a friend. Like, they created movies like I did with my buddies uh, when, when yeah, we were young. Here. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I like, for all that stuff, like, I, I totally see where he's coming from. Um, you know, like, I, I just I would have done things a bit differently. But, again, I'm not him. So is it, is it more because, <laughs> like, as they say, as, like, a documentary filmmaker, you're supposed to be impartial and and, and... – tell a documentary from from like a an impartial standpoint because i mean he's obviously that's all out yeah. the window here this yeah, is I, this is the movie he's going to make for for zachary and ultimately turns into for, for kate and david and and for us in the end and yeah. i feel like he made exactly what needs to be seen exactly what i wanted to see and it's a testament to the pure evil in the world and a testament to the angels in the world Jeez, I'm getting emotional just talking about No, it. you're right. I'm not. I can't argue any of that, to be honest. No, but I think, I'm, I'm asking because, like, I could see as somebody who's like a you're you're a filmmaker and somebody that like is it because it sort of like lot, but... breaks the 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 rules of like of, of documentarian filmmaking. Well, no, because I like Michael Moore films, and I don't. I, I'd say that yeah. he breaks the rules left, right, and center as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I maybe I needed it. Maybe it was the version I watched. I don't know. I no, because I watched it on Amazon. It was on Amazon. Yeah. And, yes, you can watch this for free yeah, on Prime, everybody. Yeah, watch it. It was, it was on Amazon's. <laughs> maybe I, I... And again, it's it's edited okay, more or less. I just felt it, it, needed, another, it needed a little bit more polish. Maybe I'm being too well, hard on it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I See, the thing is, I have, and my wife and my daughter watch these things all the time, these documentaries about, you know, someone that got killed in the investigation and this and that. And we were talking earlier on this year about um, a bucket in plain sight and another one that was similar to it. And I've watched all those. And they were all pretty pretty good and pretty serious stuff. But I'm like, I told my wife, I watched this by myself, you know. And uh, my daughter popped in and out. She didn't really know what was going on, though. So, But my wife didn't see any, anything of it at all. And I told her the next day, I said, man, that movie I watched last night, I was like, I want to tell you to watch it because it was so good. I go, it, it, it was better than any of those documentaries or any of those shows we watched about, some, about you know, bad shit that goes down and, and a crazy person and, and murder and things that happen. But it's just, ultimately, it, it ends up being so depressing that. I don't know if I can recommend it to you to watch it, but I, I want to say watch it. It's just one of those things. 
you know, and, and maybe I guys, it maybe good. it's because I knew the story. Once I realized that this was in fact what I remember seeing on the news constantly and being enraged back in the two thousands, maybe that's why I, I I'm not there. I was more interested in the crusade of the grandparents later, and 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 that's what I was interested in because everything else I kind of knew. And some uh-huh. of, some, of, some of these clips played throughout, yeah. I mean, what, what they went on to do is amazing. The fact that they had the strength to go on, given everything they go to. But some of these ki- clips they played, the thing, the phone conversations and the conversations and the pictures with with this Shirley and, and the things they had to do for her and say to her and listen to her say, you know, all for the sake of just being able to see their grandson, knowing well and good that she killed their son. She shot him five times. And then bashed his head in. Shot yeah. him five times. And they, I mean, they talk about that. Like they shot him. They shot him twice in the butt. Shot him once in the face. Once in the back of the head. Show, once in the chest. Yeah. yeah, they show his dead body. And uh, I mean, brutal, heartbreaking, evil stuff. And just, mm-hmm. oh my god. And the the thing she's saying and listening to this woman talk, it, it's it. She's she's a, an extremely sick, evil individual. No, you're, you you're, you're right, and I'm I'm wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm I guess I'm. I, you're not wrong. Wanted, no, but I wanted because no, because I don't. I I'm trying to put myself because if I was a filmmaker now listening to me, I'd be enraged, and I don't want that because I what he did was noble, and I love what he did since the story broke to bring light to again his buddy, his friends. And the family, the grandparents in particular, and the crusade. So I, I don't want to take that away from that. So I, I, I don't, I feel like maybe I am saying this incorrectly. I guess I, I wanted polish, but then when Dave, when you say all these other shows that are out there, I don't want that either. So I, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm, I'm not articulated, or, or maybe I don't know what I want, but I don't want that forced TLC bullshit. And, and this one just felt maybe... It, amateurish it's so it's so personal that i think the the, the filmmaking technique doesn't even matter in this one whereas it, those it, are more right. are yeah. more about you know presenting it in a you know in a stylized you know procedural way when you're watching like these netflix ones because i watch those too and they're depressing but nothing takes you for me nothing has taken me on an emotional gauntlet that you know some have but nothing to this extent and and it also has to do with with the with with the characters. I mean, with the, with the people we're dealing with here. I mean, this guy, this Andrew Bagby, is presented. I mean, he is he, like he's a genuinely good guy. Everything you see about him and hear about him, and and the t- a testaments in all his friends and family, then that the things they say about him. It's like I want to be a part of these people's lives. These are good people. This is like a loving family and friend and group of friends and everybody has kind words and it's just it's so loving and it makes it even more tragic and he was doing such great things with his life you know became a doctor and was you know I, everything Brandon is saying folks is on the ball on the mark it's it's absolutely true I can't argue anything against it so I I don't know what I'm saying because I, 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 I in a sense everything's presented and if you don't know anything about the story this is the way to see it then so from that regard yeah it's it, it's it's a great documentation of, of that in the friendship and the, and the lives he touched. And I can't argue against that. Um, so I might be, I might be talking myself up because now I don't even know where I was going. Like I was, I was, I was saying I liked the movie. I didn't love it, but every hearing you 
talk about it makes is making me remember it's, it's so it's so hard it's so hard because i always tell people like this is like one of the most disturbing films i've ever seen but also in, in the final three minutes three minutes into the film it becomes one of the most uplifting powerful movies and uh and it's just it's all a testament when he when he you know shifts the focus of the film and, and that music kicks in and all these testimonies of friends and families and some of the things being said and it's just, oh, it's, it's, it gives me goosebumps and it literally brings tears to my eyes. And it's just, it's, it's not an easy watch, but I feel like everybody needs to see this at some point. Like, I know, like, I don't want people to be sad and be angry and be frustrated, but I mean, there's, there's, there's also hope in this film. And, you know, and it's a testament to, to all these characters, even though our, our, you know, a huge focus of, of this whole story is, one of the truly most vile individuals you'll ever hear, see, read about. And it wasn't so much Canadian law. I think it was uh, some uh, unfortunate, just some shitty people, <laughs> not yeah. not thoroughly doing their jobs uh, within the Canadian law system. But but this definitely caused a change. Again, and and, and, it, and it, it happens it, all the times here yeah. too. With even with you know after the fact, after something terrible has to happen. It does have that ending, Ugh. and but the thing is, I, I was still here's the fucked up part. For me, I called what was going to happen. This reminds me of me things that have happened in my life and my parents and my daughter in many different ways because of things that I've experienced, not just with the mother of my daughter, but other women that I've been involved with. I have seen this type of behavior. Um, of course, I wasn't murdered, and nobody I know was murdered, but I've seen the way they talk and the way they act and how they're so self-centered and, and what it results in. Um, now I've seen the behaviors here and I've seen the behaviors from my parents, which my parents are divorced, have been for years. I, I don't think they're the greatest people in the world, the way like these people, the parents of this, you know, they're, they're talked about at the end of the movie, you know, they're just people like us. But I mean, I know for a fact, that the, the shit that they had to put up with to be able to spend time with my daughter when having the deal with um, her mother and the things that she did to me, she did all kinds of fucked up shit to me, uh, tried to get me in all kinds of trouble. And I didn't murder me, of course not. But they still had to be in the room and they still had to carry on and do all this stuff at different times. And I've seen them time and time again do things just to spend some time with their granddaughter. I do believe that if that happened to me, that my parents would do the exact same thing to 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 see my daughter to suck. I, I could relate to them having to go through that. I felt so bad for not just the phone calls and pretending that they like her because I've witnessed that too, <laughs> and, and trying to keep everything on a peaceful level. I've seen this shit play out before my very eyes. I've taken part. I've done it myself, pretending you don't detest somebody to, for for the greater good of a child and to and to be with that child and. I've seen all this happen. I really do believe like the phone calls are one thing, but having to be in the presence of them swimming at the pool and everything else and going to parties. And when they were actually hanging out together and the way this woman manipulated all of them, mm -hmm. I believe that my parents would do the same thing. Yeah. And I've seen manipulation from mothers of children before and, and what they do and how they use them as tools to hurt and to, you know, just to manipulate whatever situation for themselves. I've seen this firsthand. So all of that stuff, I, you know, 
yes, it's impressive, but I'm pretty sure that my parents would do the same thing. Yeah, I, I, and, I, I, I agree with that. And I think the movie does a good job of, of showing what wonderful people these are and the strength of these people, but also showing that these are the people in his life, the, the everyday people, the parents, the friends, the family members in his life. And, and we all have that and that that's what we need to hang on to, you know, in, in, in this world, because, you know, there is evil out there. And uh, I, I think we all have, you know, these types of wonderful people in our lives. And so that's it's where great. I find I find the hope in, in, in the film is that we all have, you know, people like this, you know, whether as, it's our parents, our I. friends. Yeah. So but, I, I agree with you there. I was, but I was still reeling. That didn't affect me. It didn't make me uplifted because I was still reeling from what I had learned. And here's the fucked up part. I called it before it happened. And I remember messaging you guys yeah. because of the reputation this film has. I'm watching this movie. I go, yeah, this is bad, but I see lots of bad things. Something else is going to happen here. And then it became very clear to me when they went to that party at the McDonald's for the birthday party. And as soon as they said that this child was paying more attention to the grandmother than her own mother, I immediately started thinking about all the crazy people I've dealt with in my life and what they might do. And I'm thinking, okay, that's going to fucking put this person over the edge because they're going to be jealous because I see this stuff to this day. I see it in, in not as extreme a fashion, but there's always a competition for the affection of a child. And I see it still. <laughs> and, but but I'm saying as soon as that happened, I thought to myself, okay, what can this person do to really hurt that other person? And because they feel fucked up yeah. themselves. Cause I knew at that McDonald's party where it was going to go. And that is when my mind started going. And then I started thinking, oh, okay, this is what's going to happen. And that's when I messaged you guys. I'm like, well, this is going to have to happen to, 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 to give it the reputation of this movie is. I think yeah. I know where, where it's going. So when it happened, I wasn't surprised yet. It still impacted. Oh, yeah. It still yeah. hurt me. And when I saw my daughter after the movie, I, I said, come here a second. And I gave her a hug. And she said, are you okay? I said, yeah. And I said, I'm just glad you're with me. And that's all I told her because it, it did it did move me that way. Because who knows what could have happened with my daughter um, yeah. ha had things not gone the way they the things I was fighting for. And ultimately, it ended up things ended up in the right place. But who knows? Things things happen, and I I don't know. I, I can't get too deep into my – nobody cares to hear anyway about my personal life. But I'm just saying that I attributed it to myself. So maybe selfishly I let this movie take me in all kinds of ways, and I compared it to people I've known and situations I've been in. But it, the bottom line is it still hit me hard. Even though I figured out where it was going to go, by the time it got to the end of the movie, I was still – it still hit me hard because of everything and because of the reason for it, not just the McDonald's party and the way she felt, but another guy that she started talking to and she yeah. was trying to pay him back. He doesn't know fucking them from anybody. You know what I mean? He doesn't, what did he care about this, this, this little child and, and this woman, some girl that he probably been freaking boning for a few months. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's, it sounds so crazy, but it's not even like sensationalized. I mean, when, no. when you say about, you know, the child wanting the grandmother more, they show the clips, they show the oh, videos yeah. and oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's there. And, and oh, yeah. the, and the lot, the, the manipulation is there in everything she says. Oh. And it's, it's, you, you see it, you can see it coming. And it's, um, you know, I could see, you know, like you said, you were still breathing. Of course, you know, you're, you're going to feel that way at the end. 
you know, because this is, a, you know, a personal thing, you know, where he's making it for, for this particular group of people in his life. But I think, you know, the ultimate success in it is that everyone can kind of draw strength from it. Nice. There you go. Okay. I'm going to play this now. I'm going to play it. I'm going to break up the, the, the depressing thought. And okay. Tell me what you guys hear. No, you didn't hear it, huh? Was that? Look at me, look at me, I'm Leatherface! Oh, that's what it said? I I thought it said on Norma Bates. It was been driving me nuts. Oh, I thought look it me, said... Look at me, look at me, I'm Norma Bates. Oh, it, it sounds like that. I thought he said Leatherface, though. Look at me, look at me, I'm Leatherface! Maybe but that's Leather, what it is. Psycho, what is that? Psycho 98? <laughs> it's from something in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I it's have no idea. something in the 90s. Hold on, play it. Let me play it once more. Okay, hold on. Hey, just look at me, look at me, I'm Norma Bates. Is it Norma Bates? Listen. No, wait. I heard Leatherface this time. <laughs> I heard Norma Bates, I heard Leatherface. Okay. Either way, it maybe it is Leatherface then. So it's from a, it's from a movie in the nineties. But every time I listen to that show and I hear that, I always think of Look at me, look at me, I'm Norma Bates. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? It sounds like Christian at like two point five speed. You, you didn't you didn't uh, think of asking him since you're on the show? Hey, you know um, that intro that you do? Yeah, we gotta find I I wanna know what that says and what it's from, because that's funny. I don't want to seem like an idiot because maybe it's something that everybody knows and oh, I don't know. I'll I'll be the idiot then. What's that from, people? <laughs> I doubt. I have no idea. What are you gonna say? How could you ask that question? We what are you gonna say? Did. On our show. <laughs> no, how? We, that's true. Maybe someone's gonna get back to us and tell us what it is. Okay. Well, it was the open. It was the open. It was the opening for one of his episodes. So we'll just be like the opening for episode. No, it's the it's all the '90s shows. The whole fucking. He did a bunch of them. One for every year of the 90s and then Roundtable. So the, yeah, but people are, people are good at that, picking out, oh, that's a clip from that, that's a clip from that's a line from that, that's a line from that, that's a line yeah. from that. I yeah. bet Derek could listen to that and probably pick out all 50 movies that we just heard where I didn't understand a single one of them, even though they're probably like... Oh, I knew every one but that. Really? It was going so fast I could barely hear. But um, I heard, look at me, look at me, I'm Leatherface. Okay, and I've never heard that line before, but that's what it sounded like to me. Okay. See, I thought it was Norma Bates. I was like, "What are the? What the fuck? That's crazy! It blew me it could, away." It could be Norma Bates. Yeah. Well, or could, way. Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! I'm Anne Hache. <laughs> From Psycho '98 with Psycho Norma Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Back to the film, real quick. Yeah. The fact that the father considered killing her, I 100 percent would. Wouldn't hate him if he did. I, yeah. I, I could see where he thought, hey, because I, I, if I could do this and this and this, I could kill her. And then, you know, then the boy can be with us. We don't have to worry about her ass anymore. Because even though you could be a sane person, those thoughts can cross your mind Absolutely. when you're pushing. Uh, especially in this uh, case, it's your family. 
They killed yeah, the kid. But the last they bit of his... blood uh, um, relative through, from his son. Like, yeah, I, I would right. be, I, I shared the same thoughts. No, yeah, right now it, I'm, I'm really yeah. feeling bad because I'm getting emotional thinking back to all this stuff. And so then it was effective. So then everything I said just fucking punted right out the fucking window. Yeah, and that That's scene okay. where, where the where the mom, where Kate's crying and she's talking about how she didn't walk Andrew all the way to the crematorium. Yeah. Oh, oh my tough. god, and 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 how she she you know she ultimately did it later on, and uh, but she was crying about how she she didn't do it with Andrew when he was all alone. Oh my god, like yeah, like I. Is it better? I, I, I wish he had killed her. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating popcorn. He's making out during Schindler's List over here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, th- like this. I saved this one for last because I I felt like it was going to be a quick review because it's not really like it, it's really it's a documentary that focuses. There is a lot of information pertaining to to you know where where everything went wrong in terms of decisions made by by government officials, but it, it's also a lot of testament from from friends and family about about what a, the type of guy that Andrew was, the type of. Uh, the, the type of young little boy Zachary was and, and the type of people that, that Kate and Andrew are. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a testament to, to, uh, to quality people, you know, like, and to, yeah. How the, much of a best. monster she was. Sorry, brain, if I forgot. Yeah. No, but no, just, you're right. Cause she could have just said, took in her own life. Yeah. Or she could have just said, here, take the kid. Yep. If and you then, want, but the, and but the thing is, flopped into the sea or whatever. But yeah, no. but that's not it. She had, but the thing is, she, yeah, she held. That was her power. She I had know. that over, and then ultimately, she was gonna say, "Okay, well, fuck you, people." She and and her deal is getting is giving them the ultimate f you at the uh, end. It, and she is vengeful and fucked up. And you know from the bat she was fucked up. She was calling her freaking or Andrew's um, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call him? Ex- no, no, yeah. well, that too. Oh. But I mean, his ex and talking to her about intimate. Oh yeah, with yeah. Her yeah, and all that. Talking and then, what about the answering machine? Like you just fucking killed them. Now I'm gonna go call them and leave a message like, oh. Oh, that's her- typical. Oh, yeah, typical, but it's still fucking crazy. Of course, she it was. Is. Yeah, it's the ultimate evil act. It's more evil than if she had killed, killed the parents. What's she, more evil, the answering machine call? No, no, what she did, what she ultimately oh, did oh, versus, oh, I versus, thought, versus yeah. showing up and, you know, hey, my my son likes you more than uh, me. I'm going to shoot you both in the head. That would have been less evil than what she did. Like, it's the most evil thing I can think of. It's just, there's just, ugh, it's it's brutal. I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. The, the, the strength of characters, these, these, these shining lights in this horrific horrific uh story is just uh really what what makes you find a glimmer of hope in the end by no means is this a popcorn movie although i'm enjoying this while we're talking about it <laughs> I came no in, i came in it's at a, a goobers point, movie 7.5 out of 10 I, and again so, it's not about like i love I, I again i, I you came up for the movie no just for the movie i didn't come up that, that's just oh, where okay. it was i'm just not oh, at okay. a 10 out of 10 or no, hey, buddy, that I I get it, I get it. It is what it is. It's you didn't hate on the movie at all. No, it was you know? good. It was good. I I just didn't like some of the choices. But then when Brandon was bringing them back up, I'm like, you know what? No, then now I'm 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 reliving it, and I'm thinking maybe they're not as bad. But it's still it's a good rating. It's good cause, good rating. The movie will infuriate as well as suppress. There you go. 
I'm really high on it, actually. Uh, <laughs> there was very little I could find wrong with it, um, except the fact that I, I called part of it what was going to happen. And um, I guess maybe in the very beginning, they spent a little too much time building the Andrew character up. But I guess it's the kind of movie, I know it's it's weird to say I want to give it a second view, but with the knowledge of everything, I think it'll almost fall into place better. Well, you got to gotta, it well, you gotta remember, that's another thing about it. I'm sorry, before before you rate it, just... That's another thing. It it shifts a lot in terms of its of what the story's being told. Don't forget this starts out as a film about Andrew, so Zachary right. can watch it. So that's why there's so much buildup at the True. beginning. That's why yeah. I liked where the story went in the end, because you right. know, they could have ended it yeah. after the death and just been like, here's where the system failed and boo boo and instead it's like I almost gave up making the making this film and then and then it realized this wasn't this wasn't a film for you anymore, and and it shifts to, to Kate and David, and and then those testimonies come in and that music, and mm-hmm. I, I know it's you know it you, people might say oh it's it's done for dramatic effect, you don't need to have any of that music there. He doesn't need to say it's for Kate and David now. You know this, and you see it, and it's just as emotional, with or without it, and it's just yeah, I mean it's and maybe that's uh, what it is. Maybe that's where I, I, my argument was going is. You don't need all that to get the point across. But he chose that as a filmmaker, and maybe that's what I'm getting at earlier with some of the uh, parts that he inserts with rage. I was angry, too. We were all angry. That comes through just from the presentation of the material, not through your editing choices within the said documentary. However, he, he has the right to do it the way he wanted to do it, hence the reason my rating's not higher. Depressing, like I said, uh, and I'm glad it made some change, but yeah, 7.5. Are you talking about the father a couple times when he loses his shit? No, that's the father. That talking about, He's talking about the sound effects of the screaming in the background or some some of the stuff added for for yeah. for dramatic effect, almost to like guide you where you should be emotionally during the film, oh, even I though even it's... Noticed. I, I guess mean, I didn't notice. I thought it was just like shoved down my throat like Mandingo's cock. <laughs> no, I didn't know what you were talking about with the rage. I just meant the couple of times when the father was. Well, you put the red an filter angry. on one thing. Yeah, there's a, a red rah, filter, rah, 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 and, there's, and there's a ah, and it's really actually quite frightening the first time. Really, it goes, it goes ah, really loud, and it's like I didn't like, notice any of that shit. Wow. First time I saw that, I had almost like this like drowsy, almost like out of body experience. Like what the fuck? Like I had seen a ghost. Like it was just wow. it absolutely drained me that that screaming, but. Wow. In an effective way. And I needed that. You know, I, I mean, I didn't need that, but it was effective and I'm glad it was there. Isn't that something that I didn't even I didn't even take notice of that stuff? <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. All right. Well, I'm fucking way high on it, man. <laughs> uh, nine and a half. Holy shit. Yeah, I thought it was tremendous. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm even higher than that. I'm a ten out of ten. I find nothing wrong with this film. I think it's wow. I think it's a perfect film, and I I understand, and uh, you know to to think about other people in your life who are wonderful in time to- in in times of 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 heartache and struggle and, and negativity in the world. I think is is the point of this film, and I, I feel like my, maybe some people, maybe Christians, saw the filmmaker's choices as sensationalizing his group as like saints and angels which which a lot of them were and they they just seem like they are and they're great people and amazing people and and these parents are really they really are angels on earth they're doing great great things despite overcoming this but i don't think he's saying that like my group is better than your group and i feel like 
he's a great friend. It's a good movie. That, that's yeah, and I, I think, and, and that's, that's what it is. It's like it's it's this friend making making this film for 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 his loved ones. So it, it almost like I don't think he would have ever expected the the success this film has had. Has it? Like, I, I'm not trying to be a smartass. I really feel I, like it's had tremendous success. I didn't it's even really know it existed hot. until you brought it up, I think, on a depressing oh, really? show. Yeah. Oh, I heard of it a few years ago. Yeah, no, it's well, very... It's, B brought it up, I think, for yeah. one of the most depressing movies he's seen. Yeah, it's very oh, well regarded and very well accepted. And uh, and that's probably, you know, a, you know, a positive that he takes from it as well. Because, you know, more people have seen it. I feel like he just made this film for obviously for Zachary and then just finished it at the end just for, for something that, that Kate and David could have just as, you know, you know, uh, you know, you know, we're with you, but uh, I don't know. I'm exhausted from talking. Well, <laughs> well, Mark, for me. Mark is, is sure aware of it. Mark Latham, who gave us these three, he's sure aware of this movie. Yeah, and so. three, three fantastic films. I rate all three of them near perfect. 29 out of 30 for, for me. Wow. I mean, I'm just, when he when he picked the show, I was like, "Damn, that's that's a good, solid show, but that's not an easy show to get through." But indeed, <laughs> but we did okay. Yeah, I appreciate the right. picks. Yeah. yeah, sure do. Yep, and we're gonna end on one final thing, more Patreon related stuff. Our top twenty found footage movies. Uh, footage. Yeah. So what we usually do is we each do our our our, our twenty to eleven. And then we go around that way, and then we each do our ten to one. And um, this was difficult, man. Like uh, to really to really rank them. I mean, I think I'm happy with what's on my list. I feel like there might be a few that are are not here that could have easily swapped out for maybe the the nineteenth twentieth spot. But I also have changed my opinion on a few. And like for you have found I, footage from nineteen twenty. That's what I thought he said. The 1920s. <laughs> yeah. nineteen and twenty. I, I also do think, like, I was trying to pick, like, the best one if it was from a franchise, but then I said sometimes I just, you know, sometimes there might be multiple ones from a franchise. Who knows? And, you know what? I, I tried not to do the tie, because if, if I could have done the tie, I probably would have had 19 at a tie. But I, I, I decided to go a different route. I cheated a little. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch, and I'll do the tie. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I cheated a little because I kind of had to, because I, 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 I whittled it down to, like, I think 24 movies. And then I whittled it down again to 21. And I just didn't – I wanted to shine a light on one thing in particular. There's a couple that I've only seen one time, and it made it kind of difficult to exclude them or include them. But I still did. But I was just like – Well, then mm, I, I just I, I just revamped my 19 to, to incorporate it. So it's like a cheat. Just like my top 10 horror films were a cheat way back when when I had a couple of ties on there. So. Hey. Whatever the more I left off three great ones that I've only seen one time, but I couldn't remember them well enough. So I'm just like, I know these were great. I remember them having an effect on me, but I couldn't remember. So I just was like, all right, they're off. But the ones that stand out on Dave's challenge are the ones that a lot lot of them had made this list. And then, of course, ones that we've talked about on on the show. (laughs) Damn popcorn. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. See, just don't. I'm just glad you're awake. That's okay. Oh, you son of a bitch! Yeah, yeah. Don't wash that popcorn down with any uh, red wine. wine. Yeah, I gotta go grab some right now. Actually, you scumbag. (laughs) 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 Shit. So yeah, we all are founds of fan footage. Founds of (laughs) founds of fan footage. Founds of fan footage. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) 
I don't know. But it was kind of a, it's three Fs. It's kind of a tongue twister. No, but that's amazing. That's like the hardest of the three <laughs> ways to combine it. Founds of fan footage. <laughs> Fans of found footage. I, I always have. I you to say footage fan found soon. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to say. A bunch of F words again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully it's a list. Um, yeah, it's a list. Fans of found footage. Okay. <laughs> A Christian became one thanks to me and the challenge list. So, boom, I'm going to gloat about it again. Hey, might as um, well. I, I shit on this for a long time. I said I didn't mind, like, the, the usual suspects here and there. I definitely have uh, I've changed my tune on it. The Gallows is my number one. At least oh, it's boy. not shot on video. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have any. I, there would be no list. <laughs> not very many at all. I number 20. Okay, so now, number 19. Before that, we do it. Shit. Get better time. Better ways to spend my time. Sorry, Dave. No, it's okay. I just want to point out to everyone that that listen, um, that the mockumentary slash faux documentary, whatever you want to call it, that counts. They have to count. Yes, we realize that found footage is not an actual subgenre, but when you break these movies down, it's hand in hand. Even I don't want to give anything away, but I mean, just about I would say ninety percent of these movies <laughs> that are found footage are 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 done documentary style. There's very few times when some kids just happen to be going somewhere and they're filming for the yeah, fuck. Yeah, or of they us. open up. The police found these tapes, and those are yeah, usually the shit ones. Right, and it the does police found these tapes. You are about the to see. You are about to see the unedited of what happened to this group of kids. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple that are found footage, like um, 388 Arletta Avenue. Um, I Oh really? That's yeah, so one of the one of the, I, I, there were a couple I didn't see. That was one I didn't see, and okay, I saw. Well, and I, again, I, I mentioned the tunnel and an alien abduction incident at Lake County were were three that I had wanted to see that I didn't get to see. Okay, well, you know, people may have a beef, but we're putting it out before we get there. That if it's a if it's a movie that's set up to be like a a mockumentary that that, that a documentary that's not real, then it's going to count on this list. That's all there is to it. And yes. I want to talk more about found footage. I'll talk about it all day. I I almost wish that next season we could just review a found footage movie every episode. That's that's how much more I want to keep watching them. And we can. Well, maybe we can. The no. year of the found footage. The year of the of the found fan footage. <laughs> I forgot it already. I right? forgot what you said. We that's are founds much. of fan footage. That that's what it will be called. Yeah, founds of fan footage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway. <laughs> Um, this is from George, by the way. Thank you, sir. Um, we're so happy that you picked this this particular one. We we should have we should bring this this Patreon back. A top twenty, they're not hard to do. We'll but anyway, we'll bring George back. I'm I'm curious about him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so who wants to go first? Okay, my number twenty, the Collingwood story. I haven't oh, seen that you, one. It's, I've, 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 see it. I can't it. find it fucking anywhere. I watched it for the 2002 show that How I did. How did you with, put your hands on it? I I honestly feel like I watched it on YouTube. I've and again, this this is one I only one I only saw once, but I found very atmospheric and very creepy. It's on my list, but yeah. I've only I've seen it only in bits and pieces, but it's still on the list because of yeah. what I've seen. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump all over that. No, that's okay. Number 19, and here's where I start to cheat a little because some of these, uh, you know, franchises, I kind of grouped them together just for the sake of oh, showcasing more. Just that's for the okay. Yeah, and and number 19, I just recently watched the third one, and you know what? I'm impressed with the trilogy, Hell House. 
I'm, I'm impressed with them as a whole. I, I really enjoy them. I fucked up. When we were texting the other night, I'm like, what the fuck is everybody going on about? I was confusing I this know. with the houses October built. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's oh, what I oh. was confusing it with. The one that part two came out last year or two years yeah. ago. Right now. Yeah. We, and I hated yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I was confusing. Go, why are people blowing the series? They're yeah, not that I, good. And I That's thought maybe you, I thought maybe three was gonna suck because I hadn't watched three yet when you when you uh, wrote that and I watched it that night. I'm like, you know what? This is a pr- pretty solid conclusion to this trilogy. I actually kind of really enjoyed it. There's there's definitely issues, but I I liked it. It had good atmosphere, good characters, and uh, you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. In terms of October, it's a great month, but it can't build the houses for shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first one. Huh. Yeah, the first one's definitely better than the second one. But, oh, uh, de- definitely. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number 18, home movie. Uh, also yeah. a one-time watch, but, man, very disturbing and very dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just sort of banging these out quick, yeah, right? Yeah. We're not... yeah. okay, okay, okay. Preferably uh, quicker. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I didn't know, I didn't know if I was supposed <laughs> to be talking about these, because some of these I don't even remember that I'm well, kidding, I'm just... kidding. Uh, 2019, 18, 17 exists. Great Bigfoot found footage. Love it. Indeed. Uh, indeed. Number 16, 16. Grave Encounters. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to, again, put them together. I really hope one day we get a third to finish this off because it's it's terrific. Number 15, The Conspiracy. Just recently rewatched this one again. Oh, what a good film. And really, really shocking ending that can, you know, kind of make your hair stand on edge uh number 14 uh one dave recommended to me i don't think he's as high on it but the triangle really my oh. kind of film almost and i read about it and it, somebody described it as almost like a found footage version of picnic and hanging rock and i love picnic and hanging rock and this did not disappoint i saw a lot of the comparisons in there and really well done uh number 13 behind the mask Wow, oh, it's, it, it keeps it keeps. <laughs> yeah, he's back. <laughs> he's throwing on me. Uh, behind the mask, number twelve will be wreck. Number twelve. Number twelve is wreck. Yeah, oh, love right. it. Okay. And uh, love the whole franchise, but the, this is strictly for number one. And at number eleven, one I recently watched. A little bit on the long side, but really rich in story and, and character development and, and and quite haunting. And uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but... Uh, uh-huh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you want to say it for me? As soon as you said a little bit on the long side, I had yeah. an idea right away. Go ahead, what is yeah, it? Dingo. <laughs> I'm guessing you're talking about Norai the Curse? Norai the Curse. The curse. Yeah, I didn't know how to, if it was Norroy or Norai. But what do yeah, I know? That's what I think. No, but that's fine. The, the Curse. I just recently watched it for the first time, and I always been skipping it because it's close to two hours but man it didn't feel like two hours it, it moved and it had a lot of character development really uh quality found footage nice yeah so that's my nice. first 10 interesting man can you can you say them one more time just rifle through okay i, I want to yeah. comment Definitely. on something Call, i think calling once collingwood story <laughs> hell house home movie exists grave encounters the conspiracy the triangle behind the mask Wreck, Norroy the Curse, or Nor, Nor, yeah. Okay, I really need to watch home movie Norroy and the Triangle over again. All three of those are on my challenge. I was impressed enough with them 
for that. Yeah, I, I went. I, I went to watch on the challenge. I, you know, I looked up. I tried to, you know, Google, uh, you know, hidden found footage films, and I found very few. In fact, I don't really think I found that many. Maybe one or two that were not on your list that they said watch. And I've watched a couple of them, and they were shit actually. Really? What were they? Uh, like screamers showed up on someone's list as mm-hmm. like a great found footage. I thought it was garbage. Uh, I don't know if my little eye was on your list, but I was not impressed yeah. that I wasn't. Okay. You know. That's fair. Okay. Why don't All we right. go, Dave? Since you are the Doesn't found footage guru, why don't okay. you go last? Since I'm since I'm the biggest found of fan footage, yeah. Yeah, and you know that I'll <laughs> rifle through these unlike being. You do. So. Uh, <laughs> and number eleven. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> House of a Hundred Eyes, uh, 19, wow. a tie between Creep 1 and 2, because I actually did say I preferred 19. Creep 2, yeah, <laughs> but I actually will put them together as a companion piece, and I'll put them both there at number 19. 18, Troll Hunter, 17 exists, and we have a tie there, Brandon. Hey! 16, Crow's Nest. Again, I've watched wow. this one one time, and I remember really liking this. When I was doing your challenge. I, now, I don't remember if this was on your challenge, Dave, or if it was an offshoot that I just happened to watch. But I really enjoyed it. was still on it. there. Dude, yeah. you told me to watch it, too. And I, I uh, watched the trailer for it, and I never got to watch it. But I watched the trailer for it, and I was just like, I put it off because I knew I didn't have enough time because I had to watch you know all the other movies. And I was just like, ah, I'm going to put this one off for now. Well, but... And again, I might be higher on it because even Dave always goes like, wow, you like it that much. I don't know. For whatever reason, when I did the challenge, this was one of the ones that stood out to me. So I, nice. I kept it on there. Uh, number 15, As Above, So Below. Number 14, The Poughkeepsie Tapes. Poughkeepsie Tapes, excuse me. <laughs> number 13. <laughs> fuck you. Number 13, The funny. Fourth Kind. Ooh. Oh, good pick, man. Good yeah, pick. That was creepy. That's still creepy, man. To the Dude, day. that's a good pick. I like Number that. 12, Brandon's favorite, Therapy. <laughs> I really like that one. Oh, uh, yeah. The one that sort of, yeah, I know. You guys were as high as uh, as I was. Number 11, Megan is you, missing. You need therapy. All right. <laughs> With that list, I need therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because it's better wow. than yours. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even going to ask the listeners to vote. Because yeah. anytime I'm involved with a voting for a list, I'm never number one. Even when Dave tries to cheer me up, you're like, usually the top cheer three. Up, though. Cheer up, B. Yeah. Your 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 yeah, the your top solo three. show was not the most downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> it's been one of my favorite parts of the show. Oh, like Dave boy. tried to cheer me up with bad news. <laughs> okay, Christian, can you rifle him again yeah. so I can? 20, House of a Hundred Eyes, 19, Creep 1 and 2, 18, Troll Hunter, 17, Exists, 16, Crow's Nest, 15, As Above, So Below, 14, The Poughkeepsie Tapes, 13, The Fourth Kind, 12, Therapy, and 11, Megan is Missing. There are some on there that I actually like that uh, I left off my list, but I'm glad you brought them up, like Poughkeepsie Tapes and Fourth Kind. Yeah. And sure. I need to watch Hundred Eyes again. I mean, again, Hundred Eyes too. From that's, my list. that's a good one. That's a good one that I didn't have on my list, but I've only seen it once. But it was really right. Dark. I remember a couple being fucking bad, dude. Shows. Yeah, that's dark. That's a yeah that's a creepy. It's on my challenge list, but I just saw it three years ago and only once, and I didn't. Some of them I felt comfortable putting on after one view, and others I didn't. On my challenge list, yes, but on my top 20 all time, maybe not. But I have to definitely go back and watch. After tonight, I'm going to watch Maybe you're not such a flounder of fish footage. (laughs) (laughs) And that bumped bumped off. uh, I guess I'll save my bump off until after. Bump off. <laughs> I'll save my jump off. Till I, till I, all right. 
Boom. Um, <laughs> fish fingers. Okay. <laughs> fish fingers and founds of fan footage. Yeah. It's all about F's tonight. Okay. Nasty oh, C. Ooh, fish fingers. Exactly. Two and one. Yeah. Fish fingers oh. and stink fingers. I go, I go the other way. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey. I'm lucky, talk. so I don't really know how to do it. <laughs> Shit. Okay. The boys always complain. Number 20, this is the only cheat, only because I said it before that I, it came down to 21 that I wanted, I wanted to highlight. <laughs> and, um, okay. I wanted to mention alien abduction incident in Lake County. Damn it! <laughs> just because. Just because I've only seen it one time, and it people are going to look at it now, and it looks rather amateurish. But the thing is, it was made in 1998, yeah. and the way it looks... And oh boy, it looks like a home video from from the past. It looks a hundred percent legit, and it gives you a creepy feeling when you see things that are going on. Uh, it was it's just just one of those experiences that stuck with me. There's another movie that stuck with me, and it's not on the list at all. And I'm just gonna say something quick, and it's called Devil's Pass. There is something in that movie that sticks with me about the girl being able to see her own death. It, it, happen in the past and she talks about it now and it kind of comes to fruition here and for some reason something about that part of the story always really creeped me out but anyway it's another one that's well regarded that i didn't get to devil's pass ready I, <laughs> watch what? it is it really yeah man okay. what'd you say ready harlan oh what's yeah uh, yeah yeah right yeah but bad bucket but number 20 behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon i can't believe that b came higher than me when we did it on the show I was at a seven and a half. He was like a six or a six and a half. And, and now, he, yeah, but now I'm up to like a seven and a half, even close to eight. Wow. Okay. All right. Cool. So 20 behind the mask. Number 19, The Visit. I don't know if it's going to appear on anybody else's list, but I bumped that it. Year, I bumped it, man. But I liked it. Was, it was high on my, it was my number 10, I think, of that year. Yeah, it was mine too. 10 or 11. It was a great there. Yeah. So definitely. Another one I've only seen once, but it impressed me. And I keep wanting to go Brandon back Scott. and show it to my daughter because I think she'd like it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> of course he said it, and you finish your statement, I want to show it to my daughter. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just not even going to respond. I was like, wrong when I heard impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and his I knew what you were talking about when you said impressed, but then you said he wanted to show it to his daughter. I'm like, don't say anything. This sounds like the beginning of the hunt, too. Right. <laughs> okay. The movie oh, in question is number 18. <laughs> <laughs> number 18 is Troll Hunter. Okay. Troll nice. Hunter. Uh, hey, we tied. Yeah, did we? Yeah. Nice. Number 17, The Taking of Deborah Logan. In the rump. <laughs> <laughs> number 16, Exists. Right about the same area oh, you guys yeah, had. Man. Nice. 17. So there you go. Uh, number 15, Creep. Big fan of Creep. Number 14, Megan is Missing. I got to tell you, watch this movie. Some people might think it's amateurish, but I think it's done intentionally, and I think the stuff with the news is done for as mocking the news. Some people think, oh, that looks so fake. I'm like, no, I think that they're actually taking a jab at like the way news is done. Oh, that, and that, and the, the pick of her the, later in the movie is oh, embedded in my head. Dude, the last 15 yeah. minutes are just fucking horrific. The last 15 minutes of that movie are almost as bad as watching Deer Zachary. 
because they, they really hit home. They really hit home for me. That, that memo will be stuck with me for a couple of days. Dude. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, number 13, Lake Mungo. Um, uh, that was good, my, my bump, my bump off. It was a bump off? Yeah, I, li- I really enjoyed that one, man. I like the little flip no. they do halfway through, and then I like the way it ends. It's kind of creepy. Another thing about somebody being able to for- forecast something about their, their fate, and that, that shit fucking spooks me out, man. So, Lake Mungo. Number 12, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Uh, I was very high on this one when we did our retro, which I, I loved when we did that. I think it's episode 35. I can't remember for, for certain, but um, that's that. Um, Great retro. Yeah, I really love that one. Um, number 11, the Poughkeepsie Tapes. That one hits hard. That one seems very believable, and it's a different type of horror. Creepy as fuck. Yes, it is creepy as fuck. So, real quick, uh, Alien Abduction tied with Behind the Mask. Number 19, The Visit. 18, Troll Hunter. 17, The Taking of Deborah Logan. 16, Exists. 15, Creep. 14, Megan is Missing. 13, Lake Mungo. 12 paranormal activity, the marked ones, 11 the Poughkeepsie tapes. Nice. B. Okay. Thrill Before me. I rattle off my top 10, I just <laughs> want to say one film I excluded that I consider a 10 out of 10 film, and I excluded it just because people debate whether it's found footage. I think it is, but I left it off for the sake of having another film on there is Cannibal Holocaust. So it's not going to show, show up. Otherwise, it would be probably in, in my top three, probably at number three. But it's not understood. For yeah. some reason, I don't l- l- link it, loop it with the other found yeah. footage movies. It just doesn't seem to me like it. That's just me. I, someone else puts same, it there. Same so. with me. I don't. I don't yeah. think so either. Yeah. We, we're in the minority, I think. But yeah. well. I guess. All right, number ten. Digging up the marrow. Ooh. Big fan of this Adam one. Agreed. Yeah, really love it. Really love the way it's done. Think it's creepy, effective. Wish there would be a sequel into the marrow, or something marrow. <laughs> number nine uh again a, a, a big cheat you know it would be paranormal activity two, my favorite of the franchise but the whole franchise is so solid that that it deserves to be placed in the top 10 because it's it's one of the stronger franchises that people i, I think often overlook look if you're not a fan of found footage and you don't like it you don't like it but it consistently for six films it's fairly solid even its weakest entry is an above average entry number four so, Paranormal Activity, number nine. Number eight, Cloverfield. Huge fan of that. Nice. Seven, Megan is Missing. Like you said, the last 15 minutes, certain images, just absolutely haunting. Number six, Troll Hunter. Heard nice. they were going to do an American remake at one point. Wish they would. It's so awesome. Number five, Creep, the first one. Not a, not a huge fan of the second one, but the first one is, is super effective. Uh, four is Blair Witch Project. Okay. Super effective, big fan of it, big fan of both of them, but uh, first one, classic for me. Number three, VHS 2, quickly becoming one of my favorite anthologies, period. It's just, it's amazing. And found footage style, uh, style is fantastic. Number two, this is the gem that I discovered, first time watch. It almost made number one, but uh, absolutely one of the creepiest, most powerful, emotional, haunting found footage and truly found footage films I've ever seen Lake Mungo absolutely nice. absolutely fantastic it, it nice. was great I, I booked <laughs> it it was at the I had it at that house of a hundred eyes I gave it to yeah. and even yeah, when I, I went I, back yeah. when with the reveals at the end and when I went back and watched it and it's actually there it's not the stuff they throw in at the end that's there 
it's actually there when you see it the first time. It's just out of your periphery. Oh, my God. I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Because there was one scene in particular where you see someone and then you see them like eight feet over. But you don't see it the first time. Damn. And then you go back and you watch it and it's like, they're right there. How did I miss that? (laughs) Really messes with your mind. And number one, one of my favorite movies, period, What We Do in the Shadows. I just think... uh, Taika Watiti, or however you say his name. I, I've, I've seen a bunch of his other films. I'm looking forward to Jojo Rabbit. I think he's a brilliant filmmaker, and I just think the comedy and, and everything in this film is fantastic. Nice. Nice, dude. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so real quick. Okay, real let quick. me... Uh, digging Up Top the time. Marrow, uh, Paranormal Activity, Cloverfield, Megan is Missing, Troll Hunter, Creep, Blair Witch Project, VHS2, Lake Mungo, what we do in the shadows. And I'll do my bumps after we all finish our tents. All right. Here it is, folks. Number 10, Wreck 2. Number 9, Unfriended. Number oh, 8. Fuck, I forgot that. Number 8, The Bay. Number 7, Afflicted. Number 6, <laughs> Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Nice. My favorite of the series. I absolutely love that one. I agree nice. with Brandon. Obviously, without the first, <laughs> you don't have the series. Uh, so the first people are going to be is, is not on your list. It's not. I think they all should be mentioned, but this is my favorite of the series for sure. Number cool. five, The Conspiracy. Number nice. four, The Den. Mm-hmm. Number three, Cloverfield. Number two, the Blair, Rich, the Blair Witch Project. Excuse me. And number one, Wreck. Nice, dude. Nice. Damn, I got. I really need to watch um, the conspiracy again. Again, another movie that's on my list that I've only seen once, and I'm only going by memory when I do the. List. I, need to, like, I need to. Watch like I need to watch Unfriended again. One and two. The second one. I, I, I watched dark, dark Web. Yeah, a Dark Dark yeah. Web again. Just recently, I watched both of them with my kids, and uh, they're both. They both hold up great. I love that style. I told you that is. The style that I, I envisioned for mm. the Exploded Heads horror movie podcast or horror podcast movie. Oh, horror. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fish fingers. Founds of fan footage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so did you ring run yours off again? Or no? Wreck two, unfriended, the bay, afflicted, PA, the marked ones, the conspiracy, the den, cloverfield, the Blair Witch Project, and Wreck. Nice. The Blair Witch Project and Wreck. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number two, The Den. Number two. Sorry. Number <laughs> I'm tired. He's going to go all out of order. Is you number yeah, five two. now? <laughs> number three, four, six. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number 10, The Den. Holy yeah. cow. And 10 and Den. You think I'd be able to just, you the, know? The 10. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number ten, the den. Number nine. <laughs> number nine, the bay. The nice. only movie that really terrified my daughter, by the way. Um, number eight, VHS, the original. I do not see a weak segment in that thing. When I look back at them now, I like every single one in that movie. We so. have, and we have the trilogy coming up, so it's gonna definitely be some. But heading. Indeed. And I just watched part two for the Watson show, which probably will drop before this one. And uh, 
my takeaway was a little different on oh, um, some of them compared to VHS, the original. But I haven't watched VHS, the original, in quite a while. So when we do them for the trilogy, is it next show? Uh, I don't even know. No, it might be two shows away. It's two, two shows, shows away. Yeah. Either way, maybe I'll come off different. But for right now, the original VHS, number eight. Number seven, a movie which I've mentioned many times. I'm a big fan of it. I love the franchise, and it's my favorite of the franchise, bar none, Paranormal Activity 3. Absolutely love that film. Nice. Number six. Nobody mentioned this one. It's one of the. It's only a few years old, and I'm a big fan of it. And, and the more I watch it, the more I like Savage it. Savage Land. Savage Land, yeah. indeed. Yeah, dude, yes. I wanted to have it on my list, but I only saw it once, and I, I remember it having a huge effect on me. But again, I, it's just one I couldn't remember enough about where it felt like almost like right. like it's cheating to have it on the list. But I remember you raving that, and I saw it, and and you're you were not wrong. It's really good, man. It Those is. Photos are fucking yes. haunting, and and the authenticity of it—it it just looks real. It just really yeah. pulls it off. No, you're you right. Know? Right. So okay. that's number six. Cool. Number five, Cloverfield. Of course, we're all very high on that, and with good reason. We reviewed it on one of our shows. Um, number four, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Big big fan of that movie. I think it was like top three for that year of 2015. Love the movie. Funny. Uh, everything about it is great. What we do in the shadows. Number three, Wreck Two. Nice, great movie, great continuation, picking up where the first one left off, and just there's not a dull moment in that movie. I, I just, it's, it's great. Number two, The Blair Witch Project. Nice. Uh, I, I I spoke about this one recently on Duncan's show when we because you know we talked about all the '90s films and it made the top twenty, of course. And for the longest time, I didn't watch it. It was just in the bed because I became such a big fan of found footage. I said it right that time that I thought it would be tame. And I, I just kind of lost interest in the Blair Witch Project. And I hadn't watched it in years. And about three years ago, I sat down by myself and I watched it and it fucking blew me away. And I was like, wow. And then that part when she's like, she goes, what the fuck is that? And she's yelling, dude, I was, I'm telling you, man, it freaked me out. I just, whatever it is about that last view, I don't want to watch it again because it took me inside big and it really. Dude, I reenact like that Deborah scene. Logan. <laughs> I, I reenact that scene in the shower sometimes. Sometimes when I'm washing myself, I'll reach around from behind and grab my balls. I'll be like, what the hell was that? Who's there? <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I have to do a little add-on to that, Dave, too. I I kind of fell out with that movie, too. I like, saw it in the theater, got it on when it hit DVD, and I watched it on Halloween night. I think it was 1999. Wow. Halloween night, 1999. I'm pretty sure that's when it, it dropped. And I and I, I watched it that night, and I, I, and I loved it. And it's always held a special place, and I kind of got out of it. I like. I actually like Book of Shadows as well. I saw I that too. in a sneak preview in Toronto in the theater, and I and I and I loved it. And the the one that they released a few years ago, it's yep. solid. It could have made my list as well. I really like it. People deserve to watch it again. And with the video game that yep. came out a couple like a month or so ago, that I'm all Blair Witched up now. I I end up watching the new one again. I, I want to watch uh, Book of Shadows, and I'm saving those for Halloween. And Bear Wench. And Bear Wench, of course. <laughs> which you're going to wrap well. you over the head with. <laughs> <laughs> a Bear Wrench, yes. No, that's the porno version. They have the, the Bear 
the bear wench project. Yeah, uh, I think wrench. Like, <laughs> no, wench. Oh, wench. I don't yeah, well, I was very happy that you were going to hit me over the head with a wench. Right? <laughs> a wench. You should go to the shower and grab your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> Try it. It's really yeah. funny. Try it. Next time you're in the shower, just reach around, grab your ball, take your balls, be like, who the fuck did that? You stick them in ice first? <laughs> no, just use your non-dominant hand so it feels like it's someone else. But yes, stranger. Who's yes, that? Do you hold yes. it up in the air for like five minutes first or something? You let the blood drain? <laughs> just creep it from my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit on it first. And sit on it. Oof, anyway, you're number um, one, Dave. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let me say something. The Blair Witch Trilogy is on our Patreon. It's one of the options. If anybody wants to pick it for us, maybe we can watch it again soon. I thought would be that fun. was the one that was picked. Sorry for cutting you off there. I thought no, that was picked. VHS was picked. VHS, okay. I'm a huge fan of that newer one, but I only saw it once. That newer one. Blair Blair Witch? Right? Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, Again, I, 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 I don't feel like it hurts the original, but I feel like some of the, the theories and the mysteries I heard about the original are, are certainly thrown out the window when, when you know, things are seen and explained more in, in the new one. But if you... If I don't know that, about that. Yeah. Watch it again. Yeah, well... Oh, maybe For someone will pick time. it. We can, we can get in depth. I'll watch it again anyway. <laughs> Somebody pick it on the Patreon, will you please? It's pick a, a Patreon. Strategy. Come on. You guys know you want to hear about those. Anyway. You guys know what my number one is? I'm going to ask the two of you. Wreck. Of course. I've said it many times. I've said it many times. It's my favorite found footage. Yes. So, boom. Brady, Another you know movie. That, Not a dull moment. Uh, I had no clue. <laughs> really? I we reviewed it on this very show, and yeah. I gave it a 10 out of 10. I can't remember a damn thing anymore. My memory. Honestly, if I'm being totally honest with you, when I was reading off my top 20 list, I forgot to say Blair Witch at, like, number six. And so when so when I forgot, I immediately bumped it up to four. So I kind of yeah. like I I just I my I'm I'm losing my mind. It's, yeah. it's okay. We all are. <laughs> Found the fan footage, right? It, it'll happen, you know. Yeah, but no, okay. a lot of films were mentioned that just got the bump for me. You know, uh, Afflicted, yeah. The Bay, uh, The Den. But yeah, some of the ones that weren't mentioned that that I left off again, I only saw it once. I know it's really highly regarded. And it's very dark and disturbing, and it's black and white. Man bites dog. Man I owe it another yeah. watch. Atrocious. I rewatched it. I actually really enjoyed it. It's one of those things where you think it's going to be one thing, and it's totally like something that's kind of right in front of you the whole time. But it's, that was it's, the one that I, really I complained about. It was a Spanish one, right? Yes, yes man. I remember yeah. not liking that one because I thought I know a lot of movies have running around. That one just looked, especially found footage. That one just looked like it was more annoyingly done. Mm. I just remember yeah. not liking that one. All right. <laughs> and uh, the last one I had off again. It's been so long since I've seen it, but uh, the last Ooh. broadcast, the last yeah. broadcast. I didn't like the way it ended. I didn't like yeah. the way they wrapped it up. Because it goes into a movie at that point, right? It leaves the found footage realm, doesn't it? Doesn't it go into like? third person at the end it's, it's not something found. weird yeah because yeah i, I, I didn't even remember yeah. that's why i left it off and another one i didn't re-watch and I, I don't remember being super high on it but might be worth a, a watch if people you know are starting to get into it is uh snm man i remember thinking that it was an actual documentary and it turned out to be like a found footage film so i, was, I remember that SNM. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't remember that one but yeah we, i think it was a couple years ago that one but uh, let me let me let me rattle off my ten because I didn't I don't think yeah, I yeah. did that. Just my ten, uh, just my thoughts. Okay, ten my to th- ten. 
10 the den that's right 10 the den <laughs> nine the bay eight vhs seven paranormal activity three six savage land five cloverfield four what we do in the shadows three wreck two two the blair witch project number one wreck let so me Brand, let, so christian and me had the same one and two wow. let me let me uh, answer your question i will tend the den only if christian nines the bay <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you were giving orders. Hey, you ten, ten to ten, and you not in the bay. <laughs> oh, there, there's some good ones mentioned that, like, like Mongo visits Savage Land. Like that, you could easily make a top twenty-five. I to can't 30. believe how blown away I was by Lake Mongo. That I had, I had this in my list to actually buy it on DVD, having never seen it before, and I just, I, I actually was terrified and like it was a genuinely really good film like instantly jumped up to like one of the top spots what was that flashlight one night oh light? night light flashlight yeah. flashlight <laughs> that joke every Flash. time that movie gets brought up <laughs> i just i set you up for that one <laughs> nice how about exists and blair witch project done by the same director the only guy to appear twice Oh no! I, no, I, I wreck one and two. Wreck. Yeah, I correct myself. Yep, that's correct. That's who who did the uh, exists? Um, what's his name? Eduardo Sanchez. Or, yeah. Sanchez. That's right. I couldn't. I, Dirty. I, I, um, <laughs> Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Dirty's brother. <laughs> Dirty. And I do want to mention found footage 3D again because I think it, it, it's really well done. I think you guys should check. I know I know C doesn't like it. Um, I just thought I, I was blown away at how much you liked it. I thought it was just, I came right in the middle, if you remember. I think it was like Scream high. for found footage to me. Like what Scream yeah. is to Slashers, that's what that was to found footage. I really appreciated what, what they were doing. I like to see it in 3D, for sure. Yeah, that would help. Capture, kill, release. Was it yeah, another, that was another good one, the recent good one. Again, that was good that when, on Prone First View. I don't know if I ever feel like watching it again, though. That's fair. That's fair. I was high so, on it. We were all high on it, First View. I remember yeah. that. Check out Nightlight. Check out Fleshlight. <laughs> check out Fleshlight 2, The Pocket Pussy Chronicles. All right. Indeed. <laughs> I don't know why I like, like my own joke there. Yeah. That's good. A lot. So no, next show. No one else did. <laughs> Fucking guys. Next show, I liked it. What are we uh, going to pick? We have a choice. Ooh, Inter- interview with the, from from Markel again. A choice. Three movies. Interview with the Vampire, The Others, or The Orphanage. I vote for the Orphanage. Oh wait, or or is it Bram? Did he give us three and add Dracula? Or oh, and Bram Stoker's Dracula. So there's four movies on there. To choose one from. Choose one from those four. I think so. Did I fuck up? I thought, well, how did Dracula get there? Because I, I, I noticed that you had Dracula on there. I didn't know if that was like a separate review that we were doing also, or if that's no. just pick one from the four. Yeah, I think it was pick one from the four because otherwise I would have. Uh, I I have my number one pick. Ready? I, I already blew my load. Uh, I would watch all of those again, but I think I'm gonna. I, I want to pick the orphanage. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I still want to hear what Dave would pick. Dave, you pick. Yeah, the orphanage is fine with me. Okay, I'm glad you said that because obviously my pick was going to be the orphanage. I've been wanting to review that film for so long. I love it, but uh... oh, the other said. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, Dave picked the orphanage, so you go review the other. <laughs> actually, the only other, the one I actually haven't seen is still uh, is Bram Stoker's Dracula. So, 
Oh man, I know. And Dave, you just saw it like a couple years ago. But and fucking loved it. Gave it nine out of ten or ten out of ten. I, I, I really it. want to see the orphanage though. Yeah. Have you never seen it? I don't believe I have. And oh, I remember wow. yes. Brandon yes. blowing it. Okay. That's why. Awesome. I'm pretty yeah, sure I haven't. It. I blew everyone at the orphanage. Yeah. I've seen the orphan. Your fan is good too. Yeah, I blew her at the orphanage. <laughs> she blew you at the orphanage. In the shower. In, oh in the shower. shower um, getting... I want to show my daughter. <laughs> oh boy. Um, if Bram Stoker's Dracula is not a mistake, then then we'll do that too. But I, I think he gave us a, cho- a choice of four. But well, do, I, if do I'm wrong, else, what else is on the uh, agenda for next show? For Maybe. a couple of triple R's, humanoids from the deep, oh. and the Funhouse. From oh, Chris and cool. Yeah. yeah, so fun show. All right. Yeah, Sounds two good. triple R's and one feature. And then the rest of us will be us uh, having maybe, some fun. Maybe a little walk dog in segment. Little walk dog in. <laughs> yeah. Love walk dog. <laughs> That'll be episode 90. Episode 90. Yep. And oh, this was episode 89, of course. Oh. And we're 10 away. 10 yeah, away. Close, yeah. the big one. Yeah. Episode 100. Get ready, people. Gonna be a big one, a big. It's it's a doozy. It's a doozy. On that note, (laughs) what? Who who said that? What? What? What line was that? What movie was that from? And what character said it? It's a doozy. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. Oh yeah, wait. It sounds like Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. It might sound like Matthew. It's nowhere near. It's not Matthew McConaughey. Watch out for that first step. I know that part. Damn it. Oh. First step, it's a doozy. Give me, I'll tell you the character's name who said no, it. Yeah. Multiple choice. You won't know. You might not know if I say the. I character. will know. You will. Give know. me a multiple choice. Okay. I, I guarantee uh, I'll get well, multiple it. choice gives you the name as well. Oh, okay. Forget it then. Then <laughs> what do you think is a little bit harder? Be do it. All right. The character's name is Ned. Ned Ryerson. I'm never good with that name, Ned Ryerson. Hold on a second. It's a Bill Murray movie. Oh, I'm way, way off then. I thought it's it was a horrible. Scourged, is it? Groundhog Day. Fuck, that's oh, it, yeah. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. I mean, watch out for that first step is a line I'm sure has been said in other films. I'm yeah, sorry, but it's a doozy. We'll just we'll that segment out. <laughs> no, I was yeah. way off. I was yeah, way we'll just off. delete. Uh, We'll delete all the way back to Ten the Den. <laughs> <laughs> ten the Den. Nice. Hey. <laughs> yes, in his usual. Hello. What's that? A cat? Oh yeah, yeah. A little cat fancy going on up in here and uh, exploding headquarters. That looks like Dave's cat. Now pass it, it off. Did. Pass it off to Dave now. And Dave, hold up your black cat. Let's see if it works. You're lucky too. I got <laughs> lucky too. I have two black cats. Don't forget about Ginny. Don't forget about that. Come on, we got Ginny in oh, Come here, Trish. <laughs> Trish, <laughs> sorry, Trish the dish. Anyway, come here, Creighton Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go take a Creighton Dookie. Really, <laughs> <laughs> it just got instantly funnier when you said I have to go take a Creighton Dookie. That's a thing now. Taking a Creighton Dookie. All <laughs> right, guys. Let me take an overact while I'm on the shitter. We never know how to end a show, but it's always fun and uh, great show as always. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, patrons. Awesome time as usual. We love you you all. See you in the next show on episode 90. Peace.